Hello friends, this is Ted from Out of This World Radio and I'm so glad you're all here today. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place and I know that if we all work together we can create a much better and happier planet. I started this show back 10 years ago and I've been broadcasting every single week ever since then. And I'm so glad you're all here today. We have a fantastic show uh, up for you today. During the first half hour, I'll be talking about uh, current events and my upcoming trips to uh, Mount Shasta, Peru. And um, uh, in addition to that, we'll be having on uh, Judy Kelly, uh, who I consider one of America's best psychics, uh, coming on in about 30 minutes. And she'll be channeling Thomas Jefferson. Uh, two days ago, um, President Jefferson's um, birthday was on April 13th. And uh, I want to thank uh, Dr. Peter McCullough for reminding me of that. He sent out an email, uh, and I got uh, got notice, and I said, you know, what a perfect thing. And because I had Judy on uh, my show last uh, last weekend, and she was channeling uh, President Jefferson, who came in then, and I thought, what a perfect time. So I want everyone to wish uh, uh, President uh, Jefferson a, 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 a happy birthday to him. He was one of the uh, signers, of course, the instru- uh, one of the people who helped write the Declaration of Independence, and I know uh, we'll be having some fascinating messages uh, from him. Uh, at the top of the hour, beginning at, at 11 uh, a.m. Pacific time, uh, we'll be I'll be bringing on a fellow named John Leake. He's written a book with a wonderful medical doctor named uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, and he'll be discussing that book as it relates to freedom here in the United States. I know you'll enjoy that. And finally, during the last hour, you know there's just so much going on. My goodness, uh, there's uh, we're looking at a possible uh, uh, 50% decline in the value of the United States dollar engineered by by Biden and the, and the dark cabal within the year. Uh, we've got ourselves involved in a war in Ukraine now. There's actually U.S. soldiers in Ukraine. I've seen the videos and the people are getting, our soldiers are getting killed there. There's been no declaration of war, nothing. It's completely illegal. Um, we had uh, uh, the parts of the U.S. military controlled by the cabal blow up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline for uh, Germany and Europe. Uh, a couple of months ago. I mean, it's been one thing after the other. Um, uh, so anyway, we'll be talking about that and uh, what you can do about it. And uh, I think you'll find the program absolutely fascinating. Then during that, that'll be during the, the last hour. And I also have a famous guest um, coming on, a surprise guest coming on that hour, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Um, the um, We're facing a lot of challenges, but we're also making a lot of headway too, because we are shifting now into the fifth dimension. And we have the opportunity and the possibility of shifting into the eighth and ninth dimensions in the next couple of years. And this is really just an amazing and exciting time to be alive. There's so many good things happening. And uh, I'm so glad you're all all here today. With today's show, we should have somewhere right around 1.38 billion listeners on this planet with another 840 million benevolent uh, souls off planet listening today. So um, I want to thank uh, so much to the Galactic Alliance and the Pleiadians for all their fantastic fantastic support and help. Um, they are listening today. Uh, they find it an interesting uh, viewpoint on what's going on on this planet. There's a lot of awake people now, and uh, the old lies of the old system is not really working anymore <laughs> because people are waking up. Uh, my show is a nonprofit show, and if you'd like to, um, is supported entirely by listener contributions. And if you'd like to contribute, just go to my website on BBS, or you can go to my, my other website, which is www out of this world 1150.com and contribute whatever you like it's it's all it's all appreciated um i will be going to um mount shasta uh this summer and uh don if you could uh, 
If you could show that picture of Mount Shasta, if you don't mind, my friend, it's a, it's a very interesting picture. It's a picture of a lenticular. It's called a lenticular cloud. It's it's a it's a it's a circular uh, uh, cloud uh, above Mount Shasta that was taken some years ago, and that actually is a huge ship uh, right next to the mountain. And whenever you're if you are in the Mount Shasta area and you see those clouds, kinds of clouds. They are cover. They are covering a, a UFO. Um, if they're um, benevolent, usually you'll just see them uh, white colored. Um, if you see a red colored cl- cloud, that's from the reptilians. Stay away from that. Um, uh, not not good energy. It's something you should st- stay completely away from. But that's um, that gives you an idea of what it looks like. Um, our Earth scientists call them lentic- lenticular clouds. Um, but if you were to go into the uh, into that cloud itself, you would find a huge spacecraft. They actually fly in and out from the top of uh, Mount Shasta to throughout the year. They also fly in and out of uh, Mount Rainier in Washington State, uh, Mount Lassen uh, south of um, uh, south of Mount Shasta, and they also fly in and out of Mount Adams, where James Gillian has his wonderful ranch, the Isetta Ranch in Washington State. So if you pay it, if you look, you do see them flying in in and out quite a bit. They they shift dimensions, and uh, that's how they they cover themselves. Um, the um, if we could see the show show the uh, the second picture, uh, Don of of uh, I believe uh, Mount, what is it uh, Machu Picchu. Um, would be great if it was a picture. There we go. <coughs> that was a picture of me at Machu Picchu <coughs> taken a couple of years ago. Right behind me is uh, is uh, Machu Picchu. And um, sorry about the Walmart bag I'm carrying. It was just something I, I, <laughs> I had to carry stuff around. But anyway, um, but it's a fascinating place. There are entrances to the hollow earth um, at Machu Picchu. And I hope you can you can all come. I'm actually going next month, taking a small group with me. So if you'd like to go, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. That's outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Or you can write me at outofthisworldradio at protonmail.com. Either one will get to me um, just fine. The um, We are in, in an exciting time, my friends. And when we go, when I go to... Um, uh, Machu Picchu next month. Well, I'm also taking my group down to Lake Titicaca, where there is an entrance into the hollow earth. I was there three years ago, and um, we were at this rock cliff, and we could sandstone cliff, and we could see into the rock. The rock itself became very spongy, and you could put your hands through it, and it became translucent, so you could see it. And we saw Agartha, and a whole group of children from Agartha came up and sang us some beautiful songs when we were there. It's quite a story, everything that happened on that trip, but we're going to go back next month. And if, you, if you'd if you like to go, just uh, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. One of the uh, things for the trip, especially the Shasta and the one to Lake Titicaca in Peru, is to not eat meat for three weeks before the trip. Um, the Telosians, the people of Telos and the Hollow Earth, prefer it when we don't eat meat. They, they, they don't like the energy. And I think that's especially important now that um, the Biden, corrupt Biden administration has just approved um, nanobots and graphene um, and the, the vaccines to be put uh, in, injected into uh, cows, chickens, and pigs. And so um, for those of you who have not t- taken the shot, um, don't, I wouldn't, um, I'd be very careful with what you eat unless you really know where that meat came from, I'd stay away from meat right now. And that actually, um, Mr. Gates has a plan 
uh, and a company uh, to um, transform crops like corn and soybeans into um, vaccine producing plants. That's true. It just came out uh, just a couple days ago. So we're going to have to be very careful with our food supply in the future. Um, as we shift into the higher dimensions, the negatives are getting more and more desperate and they're trying all kinds of crazy and terrible things. Um, we've got a war ongoing now where U.S. troops are directly fighting Russian troops in the Ukraine. Um, we never agreed to that, never went through Congress. Um, almost nobody knows about it. There was another um, um, a, docu a, jur a journalist named Michael Vaughn um, uh, released video of, of, um, of his uh, expedition into what's called the Darien Gap. Now, the Darien Gap is in Panama, and what's happening is that um, under, under the aegis of a UN agency called UNO One Immigration, uh, UNO Migration, you can look them up on the web, they have been transporting uh, illegal, uh, illegal aliens from China, from the Middle East, from all over the world, flying them to uh, Amsterdam, uh, including uh, many Chinese, uh, uh, and uh, in, from, uh, from Amsterdam to Ecuador, and then by bus from Ecuador to Panama and the Darien Gap, from there by bus to a southern city in uh, Tlachapa, I believe it was, in Mexico, and from there they're flown to various parts in the United States, and they're given um, social security numbers, um, money, housing, completely illegal. They don't have any background checks, nothing. And you and I are paid for it, are paying for it right now. It's a, it's a Biden program and it's designed to destabilize the United States. And, um, uh, if you can look up, uh, Michael Vaughn, it's, um, it's either Y-O-N or V-O-N on the web. And he's got his videos there. He was just there a couple days ago and videotaping the whole thing and there's just so much going on right now um you think congress would do something but they don't i don't know what they do other than collect their checks really um i know there are some good people in 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 our congress but um but something obviously uh needs to be done um the um the purpose of this show is to make this world a much better and happier place and as we get closer to the ascension, I think uh, the negatives will be trying even more things to try to derail us. But I'm told that the energies will start to get better uh, next next month, and we need to take our country back. One of the things that um, George Soros and the negatives have said that they're going to destroy the United States dollar, and they're doing that right now. Um, before um, Biden uh, was installed as president, he didn't win the election, he was installed as president about two and a half years ago. I think Pre President Trump was doing a pretty good job. Everything was under control. Sure, there were there were conflicts in the country, but uh, he was doing a good job for the American people. Uh, but since that time, pardon my English, I think everything gone everything has gone to hell. And um, you're seeing that now in the country. Um, the Saudi Arabia now is joining with China and Russia to sell oil amongst themselves through the BRICS system. BRICS, um, for those of you who don't don't know what that is, it's it's a, it's a system between uh, B stands for Brazil, R for Russia, I for India, C for China, and S for South South Africa. And those countries now are creating their own alternative to the dollar. And they're doing that because um, the idiots in Washington, D.C., running our country have imposed all these sanctions against Russians, uh, against Russia, and the, and the Russians and the Chinese and these other countries are fighting back. And they're fighting back by creating their own currency to replace the U.S. dollar as, as, um, 
uh, to pay for oil and other goods and services abroad. And so we're going to find ourselves out, out in the cold here very soon. The timetable, I've looked into the future, the timetable is by the end of this year, no later than February or March, we will find a U.S. dollar with at least 50 percent uh, less purchasing power uh, as compared with other foreign currencies. It reminds me of a time um, back in 1967 where between the United States and, and the United Kingdom in Britain, the, the British pound up until 1967 was pegged at $5, roughly $5.40 or $5.80 uh, US dollars for one British pound. And their, their economic wealth had depended upon a lot of their overseas colonies. Of course, there were many countries had gotten their independence. They didn't have the economics, the wealth coming in that they did earlier. And the value of the uh, British pound was halved in 1967 um, uh, from something like $5.80 per pound U.S. to uh, $2.40 or $0.45. Cents. And I'll never forget the picture of people in London waking up one month, one fine Monday morning, opening up the Times of, 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 of London. And there's the front page uh, headline saying your, your, your currency now is worth 50% less. And that's exactly what uh, Biden and the, his cabal crew are going to do to Americans here. So if you've got money in a 401k in the United States dollars, look forward to 50% less, uh, it decreased by 50, at least 50% in value by the end of the year. And you can thank Biden for doing that. Now, there are, there are so-called white hats out there um, who said, trust the plan, don't do anything, just sit back and we'll have a great world. That's not true, my friends, because you're being suckered. That's a PSYOP statement. So you don't do anything. So you don't stand up for your rights. So you don't fight for freedom. You don't fight for independence. You have to remember that from what uh, Thomas Jefferson told me, he reminded me this uh, last month, they were all revolutionaries back then. And we're going to have to stand up for our rights or we're going to get it slaughtered, my friends. And the US dollar is going to become like a regional currency. Uh, and it's good for spending within the United States, but not much else uh, for that. So the price of silver and gold, um, I usually don't talk about metals on my show, but the price of silver and gold have both gone up substantially last month. Silver itself has gone up about 20, 25%. So I'm going to, I expect to see further, further increases in prices, uh, coming, um, soon. Um, but history does repeat itself. They're trying to destroy the United States every way they can. And as long as we sit back and do nothing, they will continue to uh, destroy this country. The country itself is going to hell in a handbasket in a hurry. You saw what happened in, in East Palestine, Ohio. I'll be getting into more of this um, uh, during the noon to one o'clock show. But um, the cabal always tells people ahead of time what they're going to do. And if you figure out what they're going to do, there was a whole movie um, called White Noise um, in November, released by Netflix in November 2022. And that m movie detailed um, how a chemical dioxin spill would poison the land and kill many people in East, in a place called East Palestine, Ohio, the exact same uh, location of where this planned event to dump uh, thousands and thousands of, of, of pounds of extremely carcinogenic toxins into the river in East Palestine, Ohio, and that was designed too, so that the so that the dachshunds, dachshunds would would go firstly into this creek that went into the Ohio River and then into the Mississippi, potentially poisoning all the states from Ohio all the way down to Texas, permanent on a permanent basis for at least for the next hundred years, and then um, the stuff would also go into the air because they blew up 
the um, uh, the railroad cars. It wasn't enough for them to dump it into the water. No, they had to blow it up. Imagine that. They had to blow up thousands of pounds of toxins going right into the air. So people in Washington, D.C., where Biden is, um, and New York City and other places on the East Coast are now breathing in the toxins so they can get poisoned and get cancer, too. Wasn't that nice of uh, Norfolk Southern Railroad? And, of course, Biden hasn't done a damn thing about it. Of course not. Um, but um, at any rate, um, this is what they're up to. We have to stand up for our, ourselves. And that's why I brought in, um, I, I, I will be talking to Thomas Jefferson in about 10 minutes. Um, and we actually, I had him on my show last week and he said to follow your heart mind, whatever you do. And you know, uh, Benjamin Franklin told me recently, the, the people who established the United States of America um, were all revolutionaries and they didn't work as hard as they did to watch it be destroyed by a bunch of thugs and criminals. Um, and that's what they are, the people destroying this country. It's not so much, we have our enemies abroad, but it's not so much abroad as it is our own internal um, um, people here in, in the United States. The U.S. At, under the current, um, current path is becoming a failed nation state. That's the favorite term that um, some leaders here in the United States refer to countries like North Korea and other, other countries that have a lot of, a lot of problems. Um, and we're getting to that point now. It's all been engineered, but we have to stand up for ourselves because no one else is going to do it for us. Uh, real brief, I had my Galactic Wisdom Conference last month on March 18th and 19th. We had some of the world's most famous scientists there, including uh, my good friend, Dr. Jerry Pollock of the University of Washington, a famous water scientist, Professor Irvin Laszlo, a fantastic philosopher of science from uh, from Italy. We also had some wonderful film directors, including Emmanuel Eiter, my, my good friend from Los Angeles, a French Hollywood film director. Um, we had a bunch of really fascinating people, but you can still listen to the conference and attend the conference now for the next six months, all the way up through uh, through September, I believe. And uh, the cost is just $50 for the whole weekend, and you get over 20 hours of speakers. If you're interested in registering for it, you can still register. Uh, just go to the website at www.galacticwisdomconference.com. That's www.galacticwisdomconference.com, and you can watch all the speakers for as, as much as you like. It's all it's all all included, and I and I hope you can. The um, um, you know, growing up um, in a uh, uh, psychic family, it was normal for me to talk to the other side, and so now it's just as normal for me to talk to. Um, uh, spirits on the other side, and as well as benevolent extraterrestrials. Um, the, all the spirits tell me on the other side, there's no such thing as death. You, you, do, die, you do die. Um, your body eventually gives out, but um, your soul lives on. And we are all souls inhabiting um, these bodies to learn spiritual lessons. And all of us here um, came here with a purpose. There are many souls and many people who wanted to be part of this ascension, uh, but could not. There weren't enough bodies uh, to, to come to, to be here. The other thing is that the hardest planet in the entire universe to affect any positive change is guess which one? This Earth right now. And so um, many pe some people are not ready to ascend. Um, I know you uh, people listening. Um, uh, everyone listening today wants to make the world a better place. That's why um, I, I hope you like my show because that's what I—that's the focus is, and it's been that way for uh, over t almost ten years now. But um, there are people who don't want to wake up. Who, um, but and for those they're not ready, um, they will be leaving this Earth um, because Mother Earth is sick and tired 
of of get of uh, getting uh, polluted, of being assaulted, and she wants them gone. And so many people are leaving. And by the time this process is all over with, we will have a beautiful, fantastic planet. In my books, actually, um, hold on. In my book, uh, Messages from the Masters, I talk about um, I talk about messages from uh, our dear President John F. Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, and many other great spirits on our beautiful, bright future. And if you want a copy, you can just go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com, or you can go to Amazon. It's available on Amazon, too. It's also been uh, translated into German. The title is Die ganze Welt für Einstein. It means uh, the, all the world is one. That has updated messages as well from President Kennedy and Nostradamus. And, and that's available from AMRA Publishers, A-M-R-A, uh, Publishers Outside of Frankfurt. Uh, Germany. Uh, it's written entirely in German for for my audiences in 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 uh, who speak German um, in Europe. Also, my most recent book, Journey to the Other Side. Um, this is an angel, by the way. It's it it details it gives you uh, details on how to talk to angels on the other side, as well as benevolent extraterrestrials, along with their galactic phone numbers. Just kidding. <laughs> but but um, uh, this is an angel. I was flying from uh, Vancouver, Canada to Tokyo, Japan back, I think it was in 17 or 18. And uh, there, the, the, I looked out the window and my uh, angels told me to take a picture of the moon. And so I did. And this was an angel accompanying me. And this is love here, the love vibration on either side of the um, of, of that of that picture. But uh, Everyone has angels around them. Everyone has their guides around them. And I teach people actually how to get in contact with their guides. It's not that hard uh, once you get used to it. I guess nothing's hard once you get get the hang of it. But um, one of the things I always love to start off with my show is playing a uh, a 528 hertz tuning fork. This is a 528 hertz tuning fork. And 528 hertz is the frequency of love on this planet. And when you hit this 528 hertz with one of these crystals from Lemuria. You spread love everywhere. So I'm going to do this three times. It's always a fun way to start the program. I hope you can hear that. That's the first one. I'll do it twice more. And one more time. Isn't that nice? If you'd like one of these, they're available for just $55 um, on my website, outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com. And you can get a, um, uh, a, it there. Be happy to send it to you. The um, We've got an exciting show today. Um, one of the things I wanted to run by you, I've got lots of topics here um, before uh, Judy, uh, Judy comes on. I've been told over and over again by my angels and guides that the negatives may try all this bad stuff to kill us, to um, uh, stop our ascension, to create a war between the United States um, and Russia and China, but none of it's going to work. But we have to do the homework. Um, we have to stand up. And if anybody tells you, like Q, to tell you to tells you just to sit back and do nothing, that's garbage. Um, that's misinformation, and that's a psyop designed to keep you off track so you don't do anything about it. Think about it. Um, if the best, the, the obvious way um, to get people off track is to simply tell them to do nothing, right? And so that's what we've been told the last couple of years is to quote trust the plan. Well, what is the plan, and um, and who can you trust? 
um, you know, the only people that's going to pull ourselves out of this is ourselves. And that's why we've got to, we've got all got to uh, stand up against it. Um, one of the things, um, Don, there is a, um, a video of, uh, Biden. It's about 25 seconds long. Uh, would you mind playing that? We've got it. We've got a couple of minutes before Judy Kelly comes on. I want people to see that real quick. I was going to show it at, uh, at noon, but, um, if you don't mind, it's in, it's in those attachments I sent you earlier. I hope you can, you can get it okay. North Carolina. And he was a very conservative guy who was very, very. Oh my gosh, that's a mass. Holy cow. That's a that's a little video of um, uh, Biden or whoever he was um, in Northern Ireland recently. And you can see him taking his finger and 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 this plastic around him. It's a mask. Um, and there is uh, there is evidence that Mr. Biden actually or whoever this guy is actually um, actually died uh, about two years ago or longer. So we have a fake president um, being controlled by God knows what and who knows what. But people need to stand up to that. Um, um, and I don't know why more Americans don't stand up and do something about it. This is obviously illegal. Why do we stand for it? I, I don't know. I really don't know. But anyway, um, let's bring on Judy um, on line two. Thanks so much, uh, Don, for doing that. She's a wonderful lady, and I can't wait to, to have her on. Um, Judy, are you there? I'm here. Okay, great. No, <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, one of the people, one of my favorite presidents is Thomas Jefferson. And uh, Don, since we're uh, we're one minute early, uh, would you mind showing that picture of um, Thomas Jefferson, the one I sent you, if that's okay, just to kind of start off the program uh, with with his picture would be would be great, if you don't mind. Um, I know I'm giving you a lot of work today, Don. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, well. We'll play that. We'll show that here, if you don't mind. Uh, and also the Declaration of Independence. Judy, one thing I like about you, you're always in a good mood. And it's um, having you on the show is like opening a door, opening a window up for sunshine coming in on the on the program. So thank you. Well, yeah. I feel the same way about <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. I appreciate that. This is Thomas Jefferson. He was a lawyer uh, born in, um, I believe... It was on April 13th. Oh, God, what was the date? Um, it was either 1820 or 1835, I believe, or 1828 in what was called the British Colony of Virginia at the time. And he was one of the signers and the writers of the Declaration of Independence. And his birthday was just two days ago. And what I thought was interesting, Judy, last week when you were on my show, uh, President Jefferson came in and gave some beautiful messages. And I thought, what a great opportunity to bring him on again uh don if you could show the um thank you don for showing that if you could also show the uh picture of the declaration of independence would be wonderful if you could um if you could show that uh briefly sorry if i'm making you work so much today um but uh uh anyway uh judy well how are you doing today my friend been with me all morning and he's a chatty chatty guy <laughs> oh, good. He's quite excited about having a, a vocal format, and oh. he's made a couple things very clear to me. Okay. So I'm very grateful given this opportunity. Okay, wonderful. Well, I'm very grateful to have him as part of our uh, our radio family today. This is the uh, Declaration of the uh, Declaration of Independence um, on July 4th, 1776. 
And I, I look at it more than just a declaration of independence. I look at it as an actual actuality, uh, something as important as the Magna Carta for humanity, something um, that um, is an angelic document, actually, that was guided by angels um, to um, help st uh, create and steer the United States as a beacon of freedom, not only for people in this country, but for the world as well. And perhaps that's the reason why the negatives have been so aggressive in trying to kill off Americans, destroy our economy, uh, destroy the currency, install a fake president who nobody likes. Um, you know, you, you saw the guy's mask. I mean, if the whole thing is fake, why do people stand up for it? I have no idea. Uh, maybe they watch too much TV. I don't know. But um, certainly, uh, the, the, we, you know, um, uh, Mr. Je President Jefferson and all the signers of the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, they rebelled um, at King George when he tried to institute a small tax on tea. A tax on tea? Oh, my God. Look what's happening today. We've got so much going on. <laughs> We've got plenty of grounds for to, to stand up to this nonsense. But, um, uh, Judy, I'll let you talk, and, and I want to give as much time as possible to you and President Jefferson for uh, beautiful messages. Well, first of all, he says, Cheerio, I'm here. <laughs> and he's saying that. He's saying, yes, he said, when I look at the state of the world, <clears throat> he said, I have my heart split in two. He said, at the inception <clears throat> of him and several men that gathered together when they came into the United States, he said, our concept was freedom for all men. And he said, in some ways, I was a hypocrite because I did benefit from slavery. And I did, in my heart of heart, think that it was necessary. Um, <clears throat> but I couldn't figure out how everything else would get taken care of any other way. Mm -hmm. And he said, and of course, in hindsight, as he looks at it now, it was him being selfish. He said, but at the time, I sincerely thought there was merit to the program. He said, you know, at that particular time in our country, there was so much confusion because everything that we had stood for as a culture, everything that we had believed uh, baited on the, the British monarchy, <clears throat> we didn't have the ability to be as clear as we needed to be. And so a lot of our choices came from a place of desperation with trying to preserve a life we left and yet trying to work a new territory in a totally different country. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he said, so some of our choices were misguided, but he said the Declaration of Independence, he said, was not a whim. It was a very deeply convicted choice mm -hmm. that many men put their lives, their families, their property on the line knowing that they could be arrested and they could be executed and their families would be totally discombobulated and totally ruined. Mm -hmm. And he said, so the Declaration of Independence was mm -hmm. the finest part of our hearts that mm -hmm. chose to make a choice to benefit all life. And he said, and I am delighted and yet somewhat surprised because none of us knew how long it would be in place. And here we are all these years later yeah. with it still being a guiding point. And he mm -hmm. said, for that, I'm deeply proud, not because of me, but because of the, the guiding light that it's provided 
in the hearts of many, many beings of which I personally never met, but yet my choice has affected their lives. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I'm quite proud of the choice that we sat in that room knowing and putting our whole selves on the line with this was considered an act of treason. Mm-hmm. And he said, and to see the way things have flourished since, even mm-hmm. though not perfectly, but he said, it does give me a heart hug to know that it was one of my finer choices. Mm-hmm. He's saying, and he said, and I want to mention my wife. He said, my wife, Martha, was a very fair-minded woman. And she was sharp as a tack. And she had the courage to share with me in private things that she felt I was maybe considering. And she would always put it that way. (laughs) So she didn't make me feel wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) What can we say? But Mm -hmm. he said she was a smart woman. There was not a shrewd bone in her body. And he's saying even though her body gave out from having children, and he said, and we, we did, have two, but he said we actually had four additional ones that didn't last. And he said, mm-hmm. my heart keeps all those children in my heart on a daily basis. He said, but Martha was a smart woman, mm-hmm. and she would sit me down, and she would say to me, Thomas, would you consider the idea? And he said, of course. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm the top cheese, so I'm going to listen. And he said, and she would come out with a very simple statement that said it all. And it would like hit me over the head like a ton of bricks. And he said, one of the things we didn't agree about that I found at the time, I didn't really give a darn. It didn't seem that important to me. But later, as I had looked at it, she was right on the money. Mm -hmm. And he said, one of the things that we chose to do as men, which was a horrendous choice, was to separate the slaves from their children and split up their family. And he said, given how much my children meant to me, I had no concept of looking at these people that we had as slaves Mm -hmm. in the same light. And I'm sorry to say that was my attitude at the time. Mm -hmm. He said, but my wife approached me. Mm -hmm. And given everything she went through, which eventually killed her, Mm -hmm. because her body wasn't strong enough to continue having children, he said, was the fact that she was right. I don't think I could have survived if my children had none of them had survived mm-hmm. because we went through tremendous agony, feeling very, very strongly there must have been something in our genetics that wasn't strong enough to produce healthy children or mm-hmm. is there something in our moral character because that was always considered. Mm-hmm. And he said, so I want to give due credit to my wife. Mm-hmm. He said she would approach me there again to kind of peruse an idea. <laughs> and he said, and many of my decisions, I would sit and I would stew over for months. And I would take to heart what she said, and she'd leave me alone. And then I'd come up with my own decision. So mm-hmm. he said, it's something I never discussed with my colleagues. Mm-hmm. Because he said, it's something that was ingrained in our society that men were everything. Mm-hmm. And the little woman would provide the household. He Mm -hmm. said, but in hindsight, he said a lot of the things that they contribute to me as what we call a president of the United States could equally be shared with my wife. 
Mm-hmm. And I've seen several presidents, John Kennedy is one of them, who did listen to his wife. Mm-hmm. He did take note of what she said. And he said, I think it's a marvelous outgrowing coming from my time that we have today, mm-hmm. that women are considered and are being looked at as more than equals, because truthfully, a lot of the biggest brains in the country are in women. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they're the ones that give birth to the children? Hello. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share that because right. it was important and not something that I've been able to share publicly before. And my wife, Martha, was equally responsible for the Declaration of Independence. She was up with me many, many, many nights. And we went over each word and what does it mean? And he said, and of course, that's never been mentioned and never acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And I would not be a good husband and a good person if I didn't recognize her contribution to the whole idea mm-hmm. of all men are created. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, President Jefferson. That's a beautiful perspective, and I haven't heard that anywhere else before. So thank you so much. I also want to talk about the men that I was engaged in at that time in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> there was a constant threat of being killed. Mm-hmm. And you had to be very, very careful because treachery could be done on the streets in the dark. Yeah. You didn't have street lamps and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it was very common for men to know that they could be killed any moment in their sleep. And it was one of the most vulnerable times that we were anxious, knowing that it would be very easy to kill us while we were sleeping. So most of of, uh, my fellow constituents and fellow um, people that were in the political arena were Mm -hmm. half starved and half in sleep because we didn't sleep very well. So. Mm -hmm. I give credence to some of my choices based on I would sleep to get provided to in order to be here functioning and to do mm-hmm. what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I will say, as I step back and I see how this choice that we made in that room, I'm very, very grateful for the, the God in my heart that guided us as all of us were guided by God to create this document. And yes, Ted, it was created with the assistance of the angels. And we really did open up in a very beautiful way this huge tunnel of light that -hmm. came into our being. And I know for me, it woke me up the night before we all met and signed that document. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was my guidance saying to me, this is a good choice. There are stories of, of a dis- mysterious person who appeared in a balcony at a key moment when people were, just before they signed it, who urged everyone to sign it. Was Do you remember that, um, President um, uh, Jefferson? Um, was that our no, I was, no? Okay. I was not. I was not in touch with anything around me because we were all so focused on realizing that the doors could be open, they could come in and arrest us any moment. I see. So my focus to get it signed, to get it done, right. and then hope to God we were there in the morning. Because it was it was it was such a 
an emergency feeling mm -hmm. that we are doing this hiding and we're hiding and trying to downplay our families, trying to not be in the limelight too much, trying to downplay what we were going to be doing. And mm -hmm. we had to be extremely careful how we proceeded, what our actions were. So I'm sorry to say there may have been, but I was so focused on getting the document signed by all those men. And we each knew that it was treacherous the whole time we were there. And so it was more a focus of let's get in, let's get it done and get on our way. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we're here the next day. So I'm grateful if there was, because it would make more sense, given that we were each in our own way, given little signs that this was a good choice. Mm -hmm. And given how many years we're still sitting here with it, tells you that this was a divinely guided document. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Wow. 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 It's, it's so inspirational to, to talk to you right now. Um, what, what do you think about what's going on in the United States and elsewhere today? You know, I had an opportunity before I expressed myself to choose who I would share this information with. Mm -hmm. And Judy had worked with John F. Kennedy and the Kennedys before. Mm -hmm. And they had made a very wise choice as I saw the results of what she worked with them privately, which she has never publicly discussed. Mm -hmm. And it was John who said to me, you might want to consider Judy Callie. And so here we are. <laughs> and I'm very grateful that because she shoots from the hip. She gives it the way she's getting it. She doesn't mm -hmm. elaborate and she doesn't add her own stuff in. So given that understanding, it's a deep sadness in my heart and yet I know it's necessary because in order to change the world into a form of having compassion and recognizing that all people truly have equal rights, there's such a disparity all over the world right. in different countries and places in which people are being tortured and they are being um, denied their rights. Mm -hmm. um, and in our countries, a lot of this is relegated to the women and to the children and to the elderly. Mm -hmm. And so what I see now, the ray of hope, which Judy has beautifully expressed her whole life, has been the idea that we need to follow our heart and follow the light in our heart and everything else will come out the way it needs to. Mm -hmm. So when I look at everything in the world, from the other side, as mm -hmm. I'm doing, I can see the, the deep crevices of unloving energy that need to be brought out to the light. I see the way things have been hidden on top and, and, and on purpose so that the public would be confused as to who was receiving the benefit. And mind you, don't ever think that any of it is designed to benefit you. Mm -hmm. It is designed to destroy you and it is designed to destroy everything about you as an individual because then you're manageable. Yes. Okay. And so the great that you could make is to listen to your heart and to follow your heart, 
because your heart will always guide you appropriately. Mm. But when I look at the bigger perspective, I can see how the tide is shifting. I can see how behind the scenes, there are so many beings that carry such a bright light in their heart and they're working every facet of life you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And most are not known. And so when you see the amazing changes that they're creating just by holding the vibration of love mm-hmm. and holding the vibration of compassion and holding the vibration of each soul matters. When you see that, it brings tears to my eyes. Because these are individuals that are not getting accolades. They're not receiving monetary benefit. They're not getting anything easier in their life. They've made a conscious choice, as we did when we signed that document. They're equally on the line, knowing that they could be eliminated any moment. And yet they've chosen to stand in and show their self in what their heart's speaking and it's making a huge difference globally. Right. It may not look at it on the surface, right. because if you turn into the news and yeah. you listen to what other people's rhetoric is, and mind you, that's exactly what it is. It's rhetoric. Right. Right. It's not right. the truth. It's rhetoric. Right. Right. When you see the fervency and the urgency and the manipulation and the desire to make it sound like it's coming from beings, that have a lighter heart. And they're purposely trying to even confuse people on that. So the outlandish things that are being presented sadly have been going on for hundreds of years. And only now is a lot of it coming out. And so one part of my heart is cheering on all those silently in the background that have dedicated their life to having peace on earth and they've gone through everything they could go through many of them holding on by their fingernails in order to honor what they felt in their heart they needed to do and in in judy's case i went through her whole life and i saw everything she's been through it was a gift that was shown to me by jesus mm-hmm. and he's very connected And he showed me every facet of her. And I sat there with tears streaming down my face, realizing the job that she had and that she has done. And it isn't just to her. She'll be the first one to tell you that. Mm -hmm. It's a dedication of the leaders of the light movement in the world and beyond that we owe our dedication to. And we were part of the facet of that, writing the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. And so it's still here, it's there, but it's in the background and it's coming as the walls are coming down, as the deepest, most disturbing choices that some few have made that's affected the masses. Only then can people mindfully and consciously look at something and say enough, enough. And mindfully, A lot of that is steered towards the children, and it's steered toward the children for a reason. Judy talks a lot about the new children. She's the ambassador of the new children, and she's very, very clear from the time she was a little girl how much the children have touched the heart. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. 
in order for the children to create and to step into and guide the whole planet into the seventh golden crystalline age of wisdom and peace. They are the main targets, and they are the ones that are feeling the most heat at this time on the planet Mm -hmm. because everything is being put into place to destroy them. Ah, yes. And some of the strongest beings on the planet because they came from the fifth dimension. They're very aware of neutrality. They're very aware of the right of all people, and they come from a heart-based living, which is exactly the opposite of what the general public comes from. Right. And so they are here lighting their way, but they're getting hit in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And just like we did in my day, they're receiving an awareness of being literally somehow manipulated so that they are destroyed as a culture. And so there's all this talk about the crazy younger generation and they're weird and da-da-da. No, they're they're Mm heart-based. And they know what it's like to live in a country where love rules, not fear. They're very aware of dimension that we're stepping into and what it takes to get there. So yes, each soul makes their own choices and not maybe understood in each soul's choice. Mm-hmm. But the key, to the difference is they're not here to work hard. They're mm-hmm. not here to give up. They're not here to placate. They're not here to fit in. Mm-hmm. They're very aware that in order to step into the wave of fifth dimension is grace, mm-hmm. is truth, harmony. And that's what they stand for. So my point is, keep the children in your heart because they're the ones being hit the hardest in every way, shape, and form. And that's been escalating big time the last several years. Mm -hmm. So my heart goes out to the children. And Martha is right here with me, thanking me for bringing this out because this is what touched her heart all those years ago when I ignorantly thought it was acceptable to separate children from their family in the name of racism Mm -hmm. and the right as a property owner to get your property taken care of, never thinking of what it does to the family structure. And so I mention this because it's not something I hear anybody and very few people ever talking about from the standpoint of what the kids came here to do. And they came here to guide us into living loved-based living and not the fear-based living that's been so prominent for such a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And so I ask you to extend grace. And when you think of the children, think of the golden light of divinity and see all of creation in the golden light of divinity as Christ consciousness, which Mm -hmm. is unconditional, limited love. And that is one of the greatest choices you can make is stop seeing them and this and versus this and versus that because you just help fuel the divide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you come from the unification of we're all source, we all are here to play a part and mm-hmm. now the game needs to change. Mm-hmm. Then when you focus on what the change is, 
then it's easier if this is a unified field of energy rather than a little bit here and a little bit there. Mm-hmm. So the greatest gift you can give in this entire thing that's coming forth is to be united in your heart mm-hmm. with the light of divinity, which is the golden light of creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Politics mm-hmm. has become a joke. Yeah. There are no two political parties. There are no opposing ideas. This comes from many, many, many interbreeding of those that pull the strings that have created this dichotomy to keep people distracted. Mm-hmm. The greatest gift you can give is be present. Be aware. Notice how something feels. Get out of your head and recognize where the truth is. Mm-hmm. And when you really follow your heart, and you look at people as part of your family, because that's what it is, folks. You're a family. You're the mm-hmm. human family. And whatever you choose filters down to the animal, mm-hmm. the nature, mm-hmm. all of life. Mm-hmm. So in just as important as we were in 1776 and all of that, it doesn't change that the focus still needs to be a united country where mm-hmm. all people are considered. And there is a unified understanding mm-hmm. of each being matched. That is the greatest gift that you can give this world at this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for those so much for those inspiring words, President uh, Jefferson. It's, it's such an honor to talk to you today and to have you share your wisdom. Um, and um, I, I, I was speaking to... Um, uh, and Benjamin Franklin and uh, President Kennedy a couple of years ago, and and Albert Einstein, and they all told me that they would love to be trade places with us today to be here at this exciting moment in human history. And I had to I ask them. I wasn't being funny. I said, "Really, you'd like to trade places with us now?" <laughs> so, <laughs> in spite of all the crazy stuff going on, but uh, it is. I think it is an exciting time to be alive, and I know we're going to get through this. I, I know we are. You just have to be positive and, and continue to work hard for freedom. Well, we want to, instead of thinking about working hard, we want to work united. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. A yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what you're saying is very, very true. But don't underestimate the light beings who have stood steadfast their whole life with this choice. They are a tough bunch. Mm-hmm. And they're very prepared for what they're doing. Yeah. So understand that, yes, from the visual standpoint of what's being spoken to on, on what we would call media and all the ways in which this nonsense is created, right. truth is truth. And you can only stretch it to a certain point. And then it comes, snaps back to the truth. To truth will always, always set us free. So when you can be truthful with you in your own life, when you can be truthful with your fellow companions, then we step into a place where there's no secrets. Mm-hmm. Everything is known. Everything is shared. And that's when the real awakening happens, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's true. Be- yeah. No secret documents. 
Right. No, this is only the late few. Mm-hmm. That's what we're stepping into is complete awareness and everybody is aware of everything. And yeah. that's what the fifth dimension is. I see. So I'm very grateful, as I said, to those beings behind the scenes who have taken the tough choices, mm-hmm. which was just as difficult for us <clears throat> as we're laying our lives on the line and our families. And that is a choice when you decide to step in and honor what your heart is guiding you that benefits all of life. How can that not be seen as noble? Mm -hmm. So I see the world full of noble hearts who have been and paid the price and have no regrets behind the scenes. And it will absolutely allow everything else that is not of truth to topple at some point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful to you, Ted, for giving me this opportunity through Judy to share some of my deepest feelings that I've never had an opportunity to share before. Mm -hmm. And I'm very grateful any part that I play in the awakening or in the idea of opening up to new ways or opening up to more expanded ways to live the truth of who you are. That is a gift that I thank you for today. I thank Judy and I thank everybody who's hearing this because you all matter. You all make a difference, every single one of you. And don't ever doubt that. We are working as a group. Thank you. Thank you so much, President Jefferson. We needed, we needed to hear that today. And your words of encouragement are affecting uh, all of humanity on this planet. We, we really appreciate you being here today. And um, uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Love to have you on anytime <laughs> again. So, uh, I take you up. I'm sorry, what? What, Judy? I, I will take you up on that. Okay, yeah, please do. Please do. There's a there's a gentleman just coming on. He's my second guest today, John Leake, but he admires you as well. And his friend, uh, Dr. Uh, Peter McCullough, sent me an email, reminded me that it was your birthday on April 13th. So I want to, they've just written a book about freedom, medical freedom here in the United States. And um, so um, maybe uh, John could, uh, you probably wants to say a few words to you. John, are you there? We'll see if he gets gets connected. Um, but um, uh, fine men. I'm sorry. What? Men that are coming forth are fine men. Oh, well, thank They're you. Fine. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I, um, uh, John, are you? Uh, go go ahead. Here he is. We do truth highlighted in the medical industry. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the biggest shysters are in the medical industry. <laughs> yeah, I think they, they've written about that, actually. Um, hold on, President uh, Jefferson Let me and Judy. Let me see. Uh, John, are you there? Hello, John. Let me get you to unmute here. Um, 
trying to use this technology here. We'll wait till, yeah, that's true. It's amazing what's happened. Our, our medical industry was taken over by the Rockefellers back in, there he is. Um, hi, John, how are you doing? Uh, John, uh, we can't hear you, my friend. Can you hear me? Okay, there you go. Can you, you go. hear me now? I can hear you now. Yes. Okay, pardon, pardon me. I didn't realize. I thought it was radio, so I didn't realize that we had a um, a visual as well. Is this not yeah. a radio show? Yeah, you look fine. I mean, okay. we we allow people on the program without ties, so it's okay. Okay. Um, so so no, I, I I'm sorry. Um, I was under the impression you were a radio program. I didn't. Realize. I am. It is a radio. Well, it, we do video. You know, I started okay. out in radio and. You know, with the new technology, it's it's video too. But I have a very special guest on um, my my good friend Judy Kelly, who I consider one of America's best psychics, and she's been channeling uh, uh, President uh, Thomas Jefferson. And I thought uh, you might want to say a few words to him. He's he's present right now, um, so you might want to say hello to him and ask him a question well, if you like. Well, I know well, you and. Doctor, greetings, greetings, President Jefferson. Um, I'm I'm delighted to to finally meet you. Um, uh, I wonder, um, what do you think was the greatest achievement of your long life? Humility. I needed to come to a place that I didn't believe my own stuff, and I didn't puff myself up and see myself as being president as an achievement, but rather something that I could do to contribute. And to this day, that's how I look at it. I was guided to contribute along with many, many others. And I don't see myself as a man of any more importance than any other being who has stepped up to the plate to make truth a real thing in our lives. And that's how I look at it. So I would say humility. Well, I applaud your humility. Well, thank you. I applaud yours. <laughs> it takes <laughs> one to know one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, so uh, tell me, tell me um, about the uh, about you guys. Um, uh, tell me about yourself, sir. Um, I'm interested in hearing about your radio program. Oh, are you talking to me or? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, well, I started it um, on the advice of angels uh, 10 years ago. And I was in a library. I love libraries. And um, a homeless man walked up to me and he said, he called me by name. And he said, Ted, you need to uh, uh, start your own radio show and start writing books. And then I turned around and he disappeared. And then the following month, I was in another library and another fellow who I didn't know came up and and told me the same thing. And uh, at the time I was between jobs and I didn't know the first thing about radio, but as luck would have it, I met somebody who had a friend at a station in Seattle and I had set up a meeting within 45 minutes, I'd signed a contract. And I, I, I loved listening to radio, but had no idea what to do. And I just kind of like swimming. I just threw myself into the water and started broadcasting. And, and uh, the purpose of the show is to make the world a better place. It's a, they said to make it nonprofit uh, donation based. So it's been that way uh, ever since. And on my most on today's show, we should have right around 1.38 billion listeners. Um, and uh, so it's it's been really taken off. 
but it's the purpose of it is to raise consciousness and make this world a, a better place. I come from a psychic family where it's been normal for me for the almost the last 30 years to talk to the other side. There's no distinction between uh, the different. Well, there's di- distinctions between dimensions, of course, but for me, it's, it's I've been doing it a long time. My foster mother taught me how to talk to the other side. So that's what I do. And it's a that's a that's a short synopsis in twenty five words or less. <laughs> no, no, I I saw that um, that you had some affiliation uh, with um, uh, a media company in Vienna, Austria. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's every other Monday, um, and I and I and I broadcast in German and English out of Vienna, and that goes to all over Austria, uh, Germany, and Switzerland. That's a, a a little different format, but it's it's in English and German, so. Yeah, I see. Well, and how, how I lived in Vienna for many years. Um, how did you um, how did you come into contact with um, with that uh, program? It's a long story. I've 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 done shows in Japanese before and Spanish for a time, a couple of years. And I wanted to my my previous life was in uh, um, I don't like to talk about it much, but my previous life was in Nazi Germany and um I was a member of Hitler Youth. I was executed by the Nazis in November 1944 in Berlin. And one of the lessons of that life was not to trust government authority and to stand up for your rights or else you'll get slaughtered. So that's what I try to do now. And uh, I think for the people who founded this country, I don't, I don't want to speak for President uh, Jefferson, but it was just maybe the same issues of standing up to tyranny and then taking appropriate action for freedom, not only for people of the United States, but also for world freedom as well. Yes, yes. Um, well, uh, Dr. McCollum mentioned that you had read my reflections on President Jefferson um, on his birthday, the 13th, mm-hmm. and um, you, that prompted your curiosity. Is, is, is there anything I might be able to illuminate about um, President Thomas Jefferson for your well, listeners? I would love if you could share some of your comments directly from yourself with President uh, Jefferson. I think he would enjoy hearing some of your comments. Well, I mean, I'm. <laughs> this is a remarkable interview. Um, I, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm looking back at him uh, from a Gulf. I believe he died in 1825. So um, uh, it's it's a long way, uh, a, a long distance of time to be communicating with him. But anyway, um, well, so my my uh, interest in, in Thomas Jefferson. Uh, and the reason I wrote about him on his birthday um, is just he seemed to have a willingness to stand up and very boldly, boldly, very forthrightly state publicly. I mean, he actually drew up the document expressly for the readership of King George III, um, stating, uh, I disagree with your sovereignty i i don't think you have a legitimate claim to sovereignty and so i'm going to state that to the world come come to me whatever may um so it was a pretty bold thing to do legally um, legally speaking uh, it was a form of high treason so he, uh, thomas jefferson could have been easily hanged for that um, so I, I think it was his bold spirit of courage and publicly stating his true belief that that I find inspiring. And it sounds like you and I are on the same um, have the same feeling about that. And I, and I'm gathering from what you just said, you too are concerned 
that our state is overreaching, um, is not respecting our constitution and not respecting us, the people. Um, so I, I was hoping that, you know, maybe I could, I could uh, send a message, you know, we um, citizens need to be more brave and forthright about standing up and telling the truth. Um, uh, Judy was channeling uh, uh, President uh, Jefferson, but he is still here, still listening, and I can channel him as well if you wish. But I just wanted to thank Judy and President uh, uh, Jefferson for coming on the show today. It was fantastic, and love to have him back again. Um, I, I um, uh, yeah, getting getting back to what you, I think it was really appropriate. I'm so glad that you. I had no idea it was his birthday on April 13th. I actually had a show with Judy um, last week, a week ago, John, and uh, uh, President uh, uh, Jefferson came in out of the blue. I never know who's going to come in through the other side. So he came through and started giving all these messages about following your heart mind and following not your logical mind, but your heart mind for the betterment of humanity. And and she said that new age and the new children coming in are actually heart based, love based, not not fear based. And here we've got this this battle going on, John, between I think uh, between there's elements here on the planet now who want to spread as much war and conflict as possible versus this this heart based um, uh, 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 heart based uh, evolution, if you will, of humanity, especially in the new children. And and I want to I want to that's what I emphasize on my show is the, the ability to get along, the ability for people to build a beautiful new planet without the uh, disharmony and, and fighting that we've had for I don't know how many thousands of years, but uh, that's what I look at the importance of um, uh, President um, uh, Jefferson's work is is that and it was it's really an honor for me to to, to talk to him. Um, I go in quite a bit. In, a good psychic goes into the higher dimensions and where time becomes irrelevant. So it doesn't matter whether it was he passed away in 1824 or 1825 because it's just like he's here now and there's no such the the time is. In the fifth dimension, John, it's, it's, I'm sure you know this, but it's, it's not the same as it is here. You can go past, present, or, or, or future very, very quickly, and there's no distinction between, between the, the, the three dimensions. But, uh, um, and, and your background is a historian, is that right? Yeah, yes. Um, I, I, well, I, I have two degrees, one in history, one in philosophy. Um, I was interested in political philosophy and um, interested in the political philosophy of, of Thomas Jefferson and James Madison and and some of the other founding fathers. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I was inspired to write about him on his birthday, uh, coming from a, a political philosophical perspective. Thank you for doing that because it inspired me to have today's show. And here you are. <laughs> well, great. Wonderful. Um, so, so Jefferson was a very idealistic man, um, and you know I don't think uh, he'll be offended if I say his idealism could sometimes um, venture into the impractical. Um, uh, but anyway, you you know you have to give things a, a, a try. Um, his uh, fellow Virginian James Madison, I think, um, tended to be a, a little more. Um, attuned to what's practically achievable. One thing that I, I think Jefferson advocated that uh, when he was Secretary of State under George Washington, the first president, he thought that the fledgling U.S. Republic should uh, declare its support for the revolutionaries in France 
Um, George Washington said, well, <laughs> if we do that, we'll, we'll be at once at war with every other great power in Europe. And we, we don't have the resources to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think Washington and, and Madison were a little more realistic. But Jefferson was um, a very uh, um, fascinating extremely energetic. He was interested in so many things. He was a great student of literature, of languages, of history, of religion, and um, also a great student of agriculture. I mean, he, he at Monticello, he's constantly planting different kinds of fruits and vegetables and right. taking assiduous notes on you know, what seemed to grow the best. And mm-hmm. um, so uh, a, a, a fine horticulturalist and also um, an amateur inventor. He invented all kinds of ingenious little devices for his desk, for his study. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, one one could spend a long time talking about Jefferson. Um, he was somewhat unlucky in love. His, um, his wife um, died when he was still a relatively young man and um, spent the rest of his days as a bachelor. Um, his amorous life um, has been somewhat controversial because it's thought that he had a um, a relationship with a, a lady named Sally Hemings, who was actually legally his slave. That's created some controversy. Um, uh, on the subject of romance, he was posted in Paris for quite some time and was cut quite a figure in, in Parisian society um, and um, apparently was something of a man about town uh, in Paris. And he loved, he spoke fluent French. He loved France. Montesquieu was probably his favorite author. Um, and um, so he had, he had quite a, a high life in Paris, as did Benjamin Franklin as well. So anyway, one, one could talk, one could spend years talking about Thomas Jefferson. I have to tell you that uh, John Lennon came in a few minutes ago when you were talking about, um, you know, uh, uh, about President uh, Jefferson perhaps being impractical. And uh, John Lennon wanted me to to read you this quote uh, from his song. You may think I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one um, for world peace and and a a world of love. And I thought that was very, you know, very, very, very nice kind of comment. Uh, President Washington is here, too. I I do communicate with President uh, George Washington, too, and and John F. Kennedy as well, several presidents. So. My goodness, you, you have you have qu- quite a a, um, a a roster of voices uh, assembled. Um, that's that's remarkable. Well, I come from a psychic family, and for the last thirty years, it's been normal for me to talk to the other side. So they just they come and go, and I appreciate their um, their support and respect. And they do give. I ask for, and, and I do receive protection from them. Uh, Benjamin Franklin is on one of the people on my soul committee, spirits on my soul committee. So anyway, um, and uh, so it's it's always fun for me to do a program because I don't know who's going to come in. <laughs> Never know <laughs> who's behind that mystery door. <laughs> so. Well, you know, I am looking at this um, uh, from uh, the point of view of one who's read books. Um, so if, if there's anything in the realm of uh, recorded history, uh, literature, documents that you would like to hear, um, I'll, I'll tell you what I know. Okay, well, that's that's wonderful, John. That's wonderful, John. Let's let I'd like to uh, to emphasize the new book that you and uh, Dr. McCullough have written. 
Um, I also read that as part of the email that I was sent from uh, Dr. McCullough. Um, and let me see, I did brief the book. Um, let me see if I can pull it up quickly. Um, it's about medical freedom in, in, against uh, big pharma. I'm trying to remember all the details. Hold on. Um, would you mind mentioning the book so people could look it up maybe on, on Amazon? Well, that, that would be marvelous. So Dr. Peter McCullough and I, um, we co-authored a book. It's called The Courage to Face COVID-19. That's it. Yeah. The subtitle is um, Preventing Hospitalization and Death mm -hmm. While Battling the Biopharmaceutical Complex. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, I would say Dr. McCullough is the primary protagonist um mm -hmm. and um it's it's about his uh his quest first uh initially with the arrival of uh, SARS-CoV-2 the virus that causes COVID-19 syndrome mm -hmm. um Dr. McCullough um his endeavors to treat his patients um to fulfill his his yeah. Hippocratic oath um and um and and then as he begins to encounter this opposition from his hospital system and then later from the federal government um his 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 desire to state to the world um the the fruits of his research and investigation there there's several other characters in the book other prominent doctors who like dr mccullough um based on their meticulous research concluded that covid19 actually is a treatable illness mm -hmm. um, and the objective is to keep people out of the hospital um, once once the disease process becomes severe enough to require hospitalization um, it can be very difficult to manage at that point. So the objective, as was always the case in the history of modern uh, scientific-based medicine, it, it's to prevent the illness from becoming severe to begin with. Mm -hmm. That was Dr. McCullough's um, endeavor, and, and, and that's the primary uh, story of the book. Fascinating. Just fascinating. Yeah. What a what a great uplifting uh, book, not of doom and gloom, but but how to what, how to handle a difficult situation and yes, give people, that's right. you know, because yeah. I I don't know how you feel about this, John, but I think they may be planning for another one. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's there's certainly we're certainly concerned about that um, mm -hmm. uh, that um, this biopharmaceutical complex, as we call it, it's a, a complex of um, uh, state health agencies, international foundations like the Gates Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, mm -hmm. the World Economic Forum. Um, they have formed a complex of public and private and foundation money, um, and they are keenly interested in um, pandemic planning and pandemic response. And our concern is that um, this business that they've gotten themselves into um, seems to involve strong elements of actually creating pathogens in laboratories purportedly in order to prepare for the eventuality 
of a pathogen in nature making the evolutionary jump to humans. But the problem is, is if you create something in a laboratory that's already ready to infect humans, okay. um, it would it would seem that it it, it produces an, an elevated risk of it actually getting out of the lab, right. whether it be unintentional or, or even intentional. There could be a malevolent actor or a mentally ill person or or or, or a, 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 an error, a, a security protocol procedural error that enables mm -hmm. a pathogen transmissible to humans to get out of the lab. So we are concerned that we might see something else like this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so much money was created out of thin air and distributed to um, key players in all of this that um, humans uh, being um, somewhat tempted and, and uh, corruptible by money, you know, when, when the government creates $2 trillion out of thin air and distributes it, um, you, you might be um, creating a, a, a perverse incentive to do the same thing again. Right. So, so these are the, um, the, the things that we discuss in, in, in our book. Mm. Well, it certainly makes a lot of sense, and I'm so glad you guys came out with it. Uh, Dr. McCullough's been on my show before. He does fantastic work, and it's a, it's really a pleasure to meet you today, uh, John, um, and your and, and fantastic uh, new book. I urge everyone to to check it out and get and get a copy. Um, I think that um, they are they, it was successful, and they're planning they're probably planning a second one. But if we if we can take proactive steps before it, it happens, we won't need to deal with that issue again. You know. Yes, I I think you know, one of our objectives with the book is is to inform the citizenry, you know what's happened. We we believe we've assembled a, a very persuasive. Um, everything is cited. You know the the reader can go check all of the citations, all of the documents, primary source documents, um, and see for himself that. There are many elements in in the COVID nineteen story that are, that are fraudulent, mm -hmm. and um, in order for the citizenry to to prevent this kind of massive fraud from occurring again, they they need to be aware of it, how it happened, who 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 was involved, um, and uh, our hope is that with sufficient awareness, mm -hmm. um, we, we we might be able to. Um, fortify ourselves as the citizens from you know allowing this to happen to us again right right um i'm sure you you've heard about this john but now um the um the biden administration you want to whatever you want to call them are now injecting um the the shots into uh, cows pigs and chickens um, and it sounds like almost like a Frankenstein movie <laughs> yes I mean, we, we've not seen evidence that this is already happening but it appears to there's evidence it's in the works um that this is a project in development uh-huh and uh -huh. um so um yes they're there again um the problem with our people and the people of the world is you know we're all very distracted we're very busy we're we're right. online on the internet we're constantly being um distracted just by the sheer volume of imagery and stories and and um, so, uh, I, I think that if your audience, um, I, I know I'm being somewhat self-promotional, but if your audience were to go to Amazon or they could go to our website, which is courage to face covid dot com, 
That's mm-hmm. courage to face covid.com and pick up a copy of the book. I, I, I think they will be, um, first of all, uh, I, I have, I'm the primary narrator in the story and I've structured the book to be a story, a character driven, um, event driven story with the beginning and a middle and an end. We've got over, over a thousand five star ratings on Amazon. People find the book very gripping, very engaging. And, and hopefully when they read it, they will understand what has happened. Um, so I, that, that is my wish. Um, for people is that they just get a better understanding and awareness of of this story. Well, um, I'm happy to promote your book book as much as possible on my show, and you're getting a large audience today, so it's, it gives it yes, a good. Sir. Yes, sir. A, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank well, you. My pleasure. And I like the fact too, you both you and uh, uh, Dr. McCullough like truth. You know, you don't you have no hidden agendas. They're just, this is what happened. And yeah, yes, I, I quickly recognized in Dr. McCullough, he has the heart and soul of a scholar. He's a deeply searching, deeply inquisitive man. He, he wants to know the truth. Right. Um, he's not um, one who uh, is, is, is um, influenced by the desire for fame and fortune. He, he, he lives mm-hmm. a very frugal life. Uh-huh. Um, he, he's he's interested in discovering and telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I greatly admire him for that. And it was a real honor for me to co-write the book with, with such a, a fine um, man who's so dedicated to scholarship mm-hmm. and truth. Mm-hmm. 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 There is something, uh, some people um, have, have made the argument, John, I want to run it by you, that this whole thing was planned out. It wasn't. It didn't happen by accident, and it. And they say that because in 2012 there was uh, some sort of um, event that w- went on in in London. Of it was the Olympics, and they had several um, events. Se- several, several. Yeah. Um, um, p- pardon me for interjecting, but there's there's been a long series of pandemic planning events, and um, in in two in September of 2019. Uh, the World Economic Forum issued a report titled The World at Risk. Um, It's illustrated with, this is September of 2019, A World at Risk. It's the the cover page of the document is illustrated with the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it says a few pages in, um, we need to prepare for a a, um, a viral respiratory pathogen um, that could likely come out of a lab i mean it 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 states what you know happens a few months later another one a pandemic planning exercise event 201 sponsored by the world economic forum and the gates foundation right Um, and um that was in october of 2019 planning for a worldwide coronavirus pandemic so they sure were doing a lot of planning weren't they (laughs) Just a few months later, exactly well, what they were saying happened. According to the Luciferian religion, you have to tell people ahead of time of the bad stuff you're going to do to them so you don't get a karmic payback. That's according to their uh, their god, Baphomet, which is half female and half male. Um, oh, that's, that's fascinating. I, I, I never heard of – I know the devil in a lot of – and a lot of storytelling. It's an old literary convention. He usually tells you who he is. He, he's not. 
he's he's presents himself and says, look, you know, I can I can give you knowledge or wealth or power, but but here's what's going to happen. Um, so that that is remarkable. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It, it is. That's quite. I'm I'm going to look at that now. Now, sir, it's one thirty. I'm sorry that that my day is very very full. Um, but but I, I I enjoyed this and and I'm going to look up what you just told me. I I I thank you for inviting me onto your show. Well, John, it's been so much fun to talk to you, and I gave you almost no notice um, to come on. So <laughs> I'm thrilled to do it. Thank you, um, yeah. and and I wish you and and your uh, and your audience well. My, great, my friend. I want to give out your website again so people can go to it. Triple W dot Courage to to um, to um, uh, fight COVID. Is that right? For... No, no, sir. Courage to face COVID. Oh, face COVID. I scribbled, I scribbled it. So anyway. Face no, no. Okay. Yes, sir. Courage to face covid.com. Great. Great. Thank you, sir. Well, I'll, I'll send you some links. I can back up with sites what I've been talking about. It's very interesting. It may be uh, the grounds for another book. I don't yes, know. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very right, much. John. Keep up your good work. Thanks so much, John. Thank Appreciate you. Thank it. That was uh, John Leake, uh, both him and Dr. Peter McCullough, a very famous medical doctor, have written a fantastic book. And I urge everyone once again to please go to their website, www.couragetofacecovid.com. It's a great book, well-documented, and has lots of uh, really good information. Last, um, I'll move up my schedule a little bit today, um, and I want to especially thank uh, President Thomas Jefferson for coming on, and uh, Judy Callie, who I consider one of America's best psychics as well. She's a fantastic lady, wonderful heart, and um, that was one of the important points that um, uh, President Jefferson mentioned a week ago when uh, uh, Judy was channeling him as well, that um, whenever you make a decision, my friends, always trust your heart mind. Uh, people have uh, two minds, I think. They have a logical third-dimensional mind. Then they also have their heart mind, which is linked into the higher dimensions, typically the fifth and the higher dimensions. And whatever decision you make um, uh, uh, in anything, always um, try to trust your heart mind. Practice doing that just for a day. Trust your intuition. Trust your heart mind because you'll never be steered wrong. And uh, many times in my life, of course, we all have different choices to make every day and and. Um, and if you trust your heart mind, you'll never, never go wrong. One of the things I was just talking um, with uh, with John uh, John Leake just now is that, according to the Luciferian religion, if you could call it religion, but anyway, the Luciferian tenets, they always have to tell you ahead of time what they're going to do to you, in a, in, um, because if they don't, then they'll have to pay for it in the karma. And if they tell you something they're going to do, and you don't do anything about it, they deem that as implicit acceptance of the of of what's going to happen <clears throat> i mentioned this earlier but there was a movie called white noise released by netflix last november november of 2022 about a little town called east palestine ohio where there was a train um, spillage of uh, very poisonous chemicals and a lot of people dying and also animals dying and the air and water completely poisoned for a long, long time. 
Well, guess what happened in uh, on uh, what was it, February 6th, um, a couple of months ago in a place called East Palestine, Ohio. There was a, um, a, a spill of thousands of pounds of highly toxic and carcinogenic dioxins. Um, and it, 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 if you look at the circumstances of what happened in that particular case, it gets very, very interesting because um, um, the actual, uh, the, the, uh, there were uh, flames reported uh, to the conductor of the, um, to the engineer and conductor of the, of the railway. It was a uh, train was from Norfolk so- Southern. And they first noticed, noticed flames um, on board these uh, railroad cars, 23 miles south of, um, of East Palestine in a place called New Salem. And yet the conductor and the engineer were ordered to go to this one particular spot in East Palestine for, for 45 minutes. So the train was literally on fire during this time. Now, if you're driving, let's say an example, and you're driving on a freeway, for example, and suddenly you realize there's flames coming from one of your tires, you would probably stop. Wouldn't that be a reasonable assumption to check out what's going on? But no, the superiors at Norfolk Southern ordered this train to keep going for another 23 miles for 45 minutes, give or take, to East Palestine. And they didn't tell them to stop anywhere. They they told them to stop on top of a culvert where there was a little creek that goes into the Ohio River. And they asked them to stop at that exact time, at, at that exact spot. So they stopped there. Three days later, Norfolk Southern um, then orders um, um, the, the uh, well, for one thing, the, 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 they order the, the draining of the thousands of pounds of dioxins into a creek, which is located at this culvert that goes into the Ohio River, and then from the Ohio River goes into the Mississippi, and then it affects like six or seven different other states going down the Mississippi to Louisiana and Texas, uh, Missouri, all these different states, which the water um, obviously would be affected by that. And then the um, the the people and uh, the head of North Fork Southern um, tells people. Um, Okay, okay, Don, give me one second, my friend. Uh, they tell them to go ahead and blow up the train. Okay, so the train blows up, the cars blow up, and you got these dachshunds everywhere now. And those things are, are going to, um, they are being spread by the winds to places like uh, Washington, D.C., New York City, Boston, southern Canada. Animals were dying hundreds of miles. They're still being affected by it. It was all planned out. It didn't need to happen. And Don, go ahead and please, uh, please, I'd let, please jump in if you like. Yeah, go ahead, my friend. Well, go ahead. well, thank you, Ted. I appreciate you and your audience. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to speak with your audience. Out of this world, talk radio is the best. We love Well, thank it. you, my friend. I appreciate that so much, Don. <laughs> Couldn't do it without your help. Oh, thank you. you wonderful guest today. You know, I was... I was going to say to people, people are always looking for the bad guy, right? Who do we point the finger at? Who are we going to lay blame to? Who's responsible? What the effing is going on here? And who the hell do I have to tell? You can can say up to 50 50 swear words per hour, and you've just got one, so you've got 49 swear words to go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know the truth, what I've found to be quite true, it's always your local, your regional, your state, 
and your federal leaders. In other words, your mayor's going to know what's going on in the town every time. If there is a false flag planned or something going on in a particular area, your mayor's going to know. Then your governor's going to know in the state. And trust me, folks, they will know. There, because otherwise they'd be outraged and things things would hit the news and everything would go awry. Right. They are, they are, uh, you know, what they call read in. Mm-hmm. And so when you want to know who has a handle on the information, who knows what's going on when there's false flags, train derailments, um, you know, gang violence, BLM violence, Antifa violence, uh, LB, LBGYO, or is that XYZ one two three four? I don't know whatever yeah, they call something them. like that. Yeah. But between you and I, they these governors, these mayors, they know. It's not mm-hmm. often, not always, the senators and the representatives, folks. Mm-hmm. They don't often know. Mm-hmm. But I can almost guarantee you that the mayor and the governor is going to know mm-hmm. and the president usually if he's not a derelict or there are people behind him but they know what's going on mm-hmm. they yeah. absolutely do they're either you know fomenting it a part of it or they're allowing it but they know what's going on so when people want to you know hold somebody accountable who do they have to fire? Who do they got to get to? Whose neck do they got to put their the rope around? It's right. going to be your local, regional, and federal leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we talk about, you know, these railway companies. Or we talk about, you know, um, these various other, you know, uh, manufacturing plants or agricultural plants or so on. You know, it may be that their president and the insiders know what's going on. It's, you know, I mean, that's a crapshoot. But Mm -hmm. you can damn well bet Mm -hmm. the mayor and the governor, if it's in that state, they know. So, you know, we what we really need to do, it's just like the president, you know, executive orders. They can pretty much write their own ticket and absolve themselves or anyone else of any crime. And that's the same way with governors. So what you have to do is you need to start rolling up your sleeve and getting at these leaders. You know, you can go through the morass, the muck and the mire, and you can beat yourself over to the head, try to figure out who's at fault and what and who do I get to. And But it's always, you can always lay the blame squarely at the feet of these local, regional, and federal leaders. You're, you're spot on with that comment, Don, because um, uh, a few months before this happened in October of 20, uh, 20, 2022, there was a drill at the local uh, fire department in East Palestine, Ohio, where they they had a drill of a dioxin spill and and of, of involving locals what, what to do on a dioxin spill. This was from uh, David Icke, a friend of mine in England. Uh, I learned about it from him. Um, so it was uh, planned out. I think it was obviously planned out, and they knew about it beforehand. Right, right. Yeah. They do. If yeah. uh, you know, if they don't, then they're just like Biden. Or you know, they might be a little bit incognito. 
Well, yeah, it, uh, there was a crisis in the White House the other day. Did you hear about that, Don? Um, um, his Biden's yo-yo had the string had broken. I know and, they 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 called in a specialist for that. <laughs> yeah, so he couldn't put, he couldn't do his yo-yo anymore. But so they gave him a, a stuffed toy, and he was how, how happy. Then they gave him a teething instrument too. He was <laughs> that 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 really helped. But um, the next thing I, I'm I want to talk. This this is going to lead on to my next topic at uh, for my next segment of the show is that. Uh, uh, they're planning on crashing the value, value of the U.S. dollar. So if you're, uh, if you're, um, whether you're in America or other countries, if you've got dollars in your, um, IRA, retirement account or stocks or whatever, uh, prepare to diversify into, um, right. other last assets. Great act. The last act mm-hmm. of, you know, of, of the pillage and plummaging of a nation is to rob the retirement. Right. By the way, you see that everywhere. Look at all these other countries where you have these forced installments of leaders and what happens prior to that. Right. Every single citizen gets raped, usually of their retirement. Yeah. Right. So because it's the biggest money around, it's the one that was untouchable. Right. It's, it was massive. And when you're, you know, the, the rule of thumb is if you're an investor mm-hmm. or you're, let's say, a, a, a guru investor and you invest for other people. Every seven years, you should double your money. Mm-hmm. Even at even at a a, a stagnant, sliding economy, mm-hmm. every seven years, if you got a million dollars and you invest it, you should be pulling out two million. Mm-hmm. Same way with the retirement funds; mm-hmm. it's going up, up, up. But it, the money was so great, they didn't care. They borrowed, mm-hmm. raped, and pillaged those um, coffers. And when they're done, when they finally come after, when they start announcing that your Social Security, your Medicare is going to stop or we got to we got to lower it or we got to increase your age rate. We got to lower it even more and you'll get even less. And we don't know how long this is going to hold out. What's happening? They have been raping the nation and they're almost done. And when it's done, the new hell regime takes over. Usually. I, I, I'm mentioning this topic today because they're telling us what they're going to do. And the important thing, if you stand up against their plans now, you, we can turn it around and we can stop it. Um, they are planning on destroying the U.S. dollar. They're already, it's already underway. So you have to make moves. Now, I, I, don't, I don't usually talk about metals on my show, but uh, gold and silver have always maintained values. Uh, their value, I'm not advising people. Uh, any investment advice, but I'm just saying you might want to look at silver and gold markets um, because they do have, they do maintain their value um, in times of uh, tur- uh, turbulence. In the, ni- the 1930s depression, uh, many, uh, you, uh, you know, um, cash was king as well as the metals were king as well. Uh, a lot of, um, a lot of uh, transactions, people didn't trust banknotes anymore and they were doing it in silver and gold. That's where hiding it in the bed frame came from. Right, exactly. So um, I'm not telling anyone to do that, mind you, but I'm something to keep in mind because history does repeat itself, my friends. And, um, you know, will they crash the stock market? I don't know, to be honest, but I think you should take precautions. I don't think they will, Ted. Here's the thing. It's international in scope. It's intertwined. And the biggest money 
the big blue chips, let's say, the big companies, they control it all. The only reason they would crash a sector, a small sector of it, is to gain dominance over it. But I I don't see your markets. You know, I've seen, oh, you might lose 20%, and then it's going to go back up to 12, where you're only losing 12, and then 7, then 8. But they've got all the big money has their money into these markets. You know, yeah. they, they're they probably not going to destroy themselves. They're probably going to allow themselves the cushion to buy everybody else out. Yeah, well... I don't well, see the markets, even if things got crazy, insanely, which they are, which they are. Look yeah. at our markets today. Yeah. If you're wondering, check the markets today. They're up from last I saw. And I'm stupefied. By the fact that they're up. So, but then these companies have lots of, lots of cash reserves yeah. and they're buying out their competition and stopping the rest of their competition with red tape and corruption. Well, we need to take the country back. That's the message I got from all the old, the presidents of, of the founding, the, the people who founded the United States. We need to take the country back, obviously. Uh, or we are in danger. They are trying to create a failed state. Um, um, you know, with with the, the, they are cu- currently American taxpayers are paying for, are are paying for um, thousands tens of thousands of illegal aliens coming from Amsterdam through Ecuador up to the Darien Gap in Panama, and then from there by buses to Tulupa in uh, southern Mexico, and then by plane to different points in the crazy. United States, wow. where they're yeah, given um, social security numbers, cash, housing um, to replace the American middle class. That's rapidly disappearing, and it's all being done under the fake Biden uh, administration, and we need to stop it with our and, own dollars. Yeah, and and right. it's it's uh, there was a the there was a big, I saw the documentary on keeps it. Keeps growing, right? right? Yeah, right. So um, if you know about it, um, you have to stand up. You can't sit back. No one's going to give us a beautiful planet. No one's going to give us a freedom. We have to. We have to create the freedom on our own, just like President uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson did and President George Washington, Ben Franklin did back and James Madison and all these uh, the, these great uh, leaders, men and women, uh, did back in the late um, 18th century. But what gives me a lot of hope is that the, um, the uh, astrological patterns of, of the planets are exactly the same now as they were from the period of 1776 to 1812 during the American and French revolutions. And so those those revolutionary currents are happening again. And I've been told by my angels, um, who t- I know they tell me the truth, none of these, these plans by the cabal and the negatives are going to work. They're all going to be fought back and they're not, they will not be successful. But we have to step up to the plate and stand up to this nonsense or else they, they will uh, dist- try to destroy us. So... Right. Ted, I love you. Yeah, well, thank, thank you. you for letting me chime in. And to your audience, we love you. Thank you for tuning in to Out of This World Radio here on a Saturday, taking your time out to enjoy wonderful programming. Ted, you're the best. Thank you. Well, thank you. Appreciate that so much, Don, and both you and your and your brother, Don. I couldn't do it without your help. But uh, um, anyway, we have a... Um, I have a, a pre-record I did with a famous individual. Um, uh, you'll probably recognize him when you see him come on. And during the uh, pre-record, I sent. So why don't uh, Don? Why don't we go ahead and play that now? It's forty-five minutes long, and then I'll come in um, after that. Um, 
I've got 10 to 12 here Pacific time, so uh, I'll just come back um, at the end. If, if, if you were able to load that okay, uh, Don? Okay, great. We can go ahead. This is uh, with a famous individual. You'll recognize him, I'm sure, when you see it. And um, uh, very well known. Uh, and then I'll come in at the end of the uh, end of his pre-recorded. It's about 45 minutes long. I hope you enjoy it, my friends. Out of this world radio, and we have a fantastic guest on today, my good friend, Oli Damagard. And uh, Oli, um, what planet are you on today? I'm not sure where you are. Are you on Earth or somewhere else, uh, Paradise? I don't know. I don't know what illusion we're living in. Is it a matrix? <laughs> is it round? Is it flat? Is it for real? Is it, I, I, I really don't know. I'm trying to figure it out and i think that is also one of the reasons we are alive is to there's no manual given to us so we we just have to find out right. i've actually written a book called remind me re-mind me that is a manual about life and uh, the way i see it um, so yeah interesting interesting uh the other day i don't know if this was in the news where you are but um a uh, president biden had dropped his yo-yo on the ground and it had broken and he became quite upset and started threatening Russian and the and the and uh, and uh, all kinds of things. Um, but one of the things that uh, the Biden administration is doing right now is an active plan to devalue the dollar and create um, massive poverty in the United States and worldwide as well. What have you heard about that that plan that he's that they've been up to? I, I don't even follow them because I know the bigger plan that has been out in the open for many, 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 many years. Uh-huh. And yeah. it is uh, to centralize everything and including the finances, it, making it into a one world digital currency. I That's see. the plan. And so all of these other things are just like uh, down on a street level, a lot of uh, uh, bullshit can manipulate. But the, the plan is still the same, that they're trying to take out the cash money that is, in my world, cash is king, because that's freedom for you. As yeah. soon as it's digital, then it's whoever controls the system, good or bad, control can control you. And that is not good news in my world, so yeah. I will stick to cash. Right, right. Uh, what do you think the, the role of precious metals uh, w- will be? Is it good for people to have some silver or gold um, in their portfolio as, as a hedge? I'm the wrong person to ask, but I would say put, don't put all your uh, eggs in one basket. It's good to spread out sure. because we don't know what, what is suddenly, I mean, food is a good thing to have. Right. Water is a good thing to have. That's always valuable. If you ask the native Indians, they were saying, you know, like when you chop down the last tree and poison the last lake, will you be able to eat money? You will not. So like these type of things, things to bother with. It's also good because the whole financial system, God knows where it's going. Mm-hmm. I know where they want to take it, but is that actually going to happen? And I've heard it for so many years. Now it's going to crash. Now it's going to crash. Now it's going to melt. <laughs> now it's going to crash. We're still here. And uh, so I don't know. But uh, it's not money so much that has been the problem. It's like debt. Debt is what they wanted uh, to get us by the balls and keep us there so that they can control us through debt. I so... See. So we need to find money, ways around debt, you know, free yourself from debt and then find new ways of dealing with each other and helping each other, supporting each other, supporting local businesses, supporting local farmers, supporting all of that. Bring it back home. They want centralized power. 
I say the way out is decentralized, get the power back to so that it's spread among us, we the no, so-called normal people. I don't think there's such a thing as normal people, but uh, sort of the man and woman on a street level. Uh, these are the people we should. Don't wait for uh, the government, which actually means mind-controlled government, for them to solve the problem that they, they have actually been part of creating we have to find and get the power back so that we, we don't put our power out there and our faith out there, that, but that we take it back and start uh, coming from our own power. You know, the, and I say the, the law of the heart, that's what counts for me. That, you know, you know what is right. You know what is wrong. We were born with it. It's like a GPS we got in, in our heart. And then we got this one that can really can get us confused and also being manipulated with. So do the longest journey of them all from here to here, and then let the let the heart rule. Um, as the psychic, um, I go into the angelic realm, and I have a I had a, a a fellow on my show and his mom on my show actually, named Susie Ward, who's been channeling her son, who's been in on the other side as a spirit for the last thirty years, and he's got a great track record of of of, uh, of forecasting what's going to happen. And he's very benevolent. And one of the things I wanted to share with you, he said, uh, he has a new, uh, a new series of predictions, the first of every month. It's called Matthew Speaks. I can send you the link if you want. It's always interesting to read. He said in his most recent release, uh, Ollie, and I wanted to share this with you, that there's going to be, the negatives are going to t- attempt a, a brief lockdown, which will ultimately wake everybody up finally, even the ones asleep. And they'll stand up. People will then stand up and they'll say enough of this nonsense and really turn things around and we'll be on a much better footing than even than we than we are now. Um, that's one of the things he said. And he said that the negatives have all these plans to enslave us, crash the currency, crash the dollar, um, uh, kill off more people with even more of a the tomato program. Um, <laughs> I have to be careful what I say. And um, but it's not none of it's going to work. And I thought that was very interesting what he had to say. Um, I think ultimately he's right. I think I don't see them being successful. What we, we have to stand up for our rights. We can't just sit back and what um, some of the psyops have said, quote, trust the plan. If you trust the plan, then you don't do anything to stop it. You know, you, you have to stand up. You have to do something about it. Because if you don't, we're not going to have a, a planet left. Well, I welcome his predictions. I mean, and I've been longing for it for decades. So, mm-hmm. yes, please, please, please. What I see is also, uh, you know, we have, it's one thing to have a plan, but what does it matter? I mean, you can plan whatever. It's what actually happens. So keep, let them keep planning as long as they don't succeed. But also it's up to us to, like, stop this uh, death machine by just saying absolutely no way are we going to do it whatever they they suggest and they try to push us into doing it's just like thank you so much but i'm so not going to do it i am not going to do it whatever you say i'm still not going to do it i'm going to follow my heart that says this is wrong it's wrong to bring pain to other living creatures family friends foes it's it is wrong with body harm and, and whatever so i'm going to stand in my truth and i'm so not going to do it my no is no and that's it boom mm-hmm. then they will try and it's like with all kind of bullies they will try to threaten you scare you manipulate you if you still stand if you just stand rock 
hard in you or steady in your decision, I am not going to bring pain to the world. That's it. Boom. Then they will back down. This is this is what I feel. I've been intimidated many times with the threats and uh, attempts on my life. <clears throat> and I spoke to a former CIA operative, uh, Chip Tatum, who was actually the commander of George Bush Sr.'s private hit team, uh, Pegasus. He was the commander of them. They, he was part of carrying out 14 assassinations on behalf of uh, of this team. And I asked him about these death threats. And he said, you know, as long as they they try to threaten you, it's good news. He said, uh, because if they want, they could take you out. Boom, like this. That's- but it could... It could create a lot of uh, negative uh, blowback for them. So them going out and openly threatening you, he said, it's good news because that's just intimidation. They're trying to control you through fear. And so I wouldn't worry about it. And so that's what I've, after speaking to him, if I get any of these one, I just delete it. Boom. I don't give it any power. I keep walking my path. And then if it's the end for me in this meat suit, boom. Thank you and goodbye. At least I did everything I could uh, to make this a better place. And I'm proud and happy about that. Mm-hmm. And then, but hopefully I'll, I'll be able to stay here for longer than that. Right. So it's it's all the time fear-based. Their operations are all the time fear-based. And it's really interesting because you have, you have these uh, meeting in Davos with the World Economic Forum. Right. Uh, the 1%, uh, and it looks very impressive. It looks like high quality, all of these things. But I have friend, a friend who was actually invited there just to fill a chair. He had nothing to do with them, but he was invited just to fill a chair. Just a year or two ago, the ticket prices were $100,000, as far as I've been informed. Now he was invited there for free just because they say they're having a major problem uh, with a lot of people not coming or turning mm-hmm. it down. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. I also have a report from a a security guy in southern Sweden where they were having a a Holocaust conference. At least that was the cover because he was was there working for the secret police in Sweden. And uh, he said behind the scenes had nothing to do with the Holocaust. It was like a mini Bilderberg meeting with all of the people, the normal people also from TikTok and uh, Facebook and stuff like that. Uh, Google was there. But he said behind the scenes, they thought they were being brought in as bodyguards, you know, to protect from so-called ordinary people to get a, a look into what is going on. But actually, he said they had to keep the, the, some of the people there, you know, apart because there were fist fights breaking out and people were so frustrated and angry and upset and anxious that uh, the emotions were going really high, which I think is a really good thing because the, the what we're being shown is that this is invincible. It's like a one world, new world order, smooth, lean machine that is just, you can't, we can't stop them. But on the inside, apparently, I hope so at least, it's starting to break down big time. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I'd heard about that at Davos, that there are fistfights, and they weren't having the number of people coming there that they normally do. And that's all good news. You know, Ali, that, that is good news. Yeah. But they don't like the, to. The, yeah. the fist fights were in southern Sweden in Malmö at that conference. I don't know about Davos. The, the, my friend who was invited 
was in Davos. So there are two different events. I just oh, want to I point see. that out. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Interesting. <laughs> When you have when you have the the the, the devils fighting among themselves, that's got to be good news. I mean, <laughs> it's it's also when you look upon these uh, personalities. I mean, if you talk about the the size of the egos of some of these individuals, they will not easily cooperate with other people. They are not the ones bending down. Many of them, I would suggest, are born psychopaths as well that uh, have no problem backstabbing or deceiving or lying. And then if you bring together a whole big uh, room fill of these type of individuals, bring in a lot of um, money and power and all of these things, you will have yourself a for a lot of conflicts. So I don't think this is a smooth running machine at all. Um, I think it is control. They are just uh, beating uh, and uh, bending over and doing what they're supposed to do according to their agenda. But behind the scenes, I do not think that this is without a major conflict, which is good news for us yet again. Mm-hmm. Have you know? I don't know how my reception is with you, Ali, but your reception to me, I can tell that they're getting some interference. We can keep talking, of course, but I can hear you. But a lot sometimes what you're saying is garbled. So anyway, mm-hmm. thought I'd let you know. Is my reception okay from your end? Are you able to hear? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Okay, that's good. It's fine, Ted. Again. Okay. What do you th- What do you think? Um, I, the, the, I I've been told that the energies are going to get a lot better after May of this year, and I hope so. That's only what a couple weeks. Well, a couple weeks off, basically. Mm. Yeah, a couple weeks off. I don't. I I think the the fact that Macron uh, flew uh, from France to China to to offer some uh, negotiated deal with uh, the 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 head of the uh, with, with China is is um, evidence that their negative plans are not working and they're desperate for anything. When you look at Macron, these type of uh, people uh, who came from young global leaders, also the way that uh, the New World Order for many years have been playing the world as a chessboard, where uh, China is also part of this. You can see more and more Chinese people are being invited to the Bilderberg Group and so on. W- what are we seeing when somebody travels from one place to another and they're negotiating? What does that even mean if they they might even be in the same group and they're just, it's a theater play that is being presented to us, but we are being told, oh, it's a major step for whatever. I, I don't trust it at all. I just... Uh, I wait and see what actually come out of these things because a lot of it is just uh, propaganda and manipulated information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's true. Also, the the new world order have for also the new world order for many years have been trying to destroy uh, the U.S. as their sort of capital point in the world and move it east. We have in Kazakhstan. Uh, one city that was created for as the New World uh, Center, uh, built and prepared. It's right in the center of Asia. And uh, that is one of the new places, the power places, where they, they would very much like to move to. And then China would be involved in that whole thing in a uh, much closer distance. 
I think that is their plan. And China has been used as this opposite force when it's actually part of the whole agenda. You can also see how China is being used as a test ground for the whole uh, rollout of the digital control systems and uh, social credit system and uh, so many different things where the Chinese, because of their background and history, are more easily bending down and accepting to be part of these experiments that will then be unleashed on the rest of the world. So I don't think there is this East and West at all. It's just what we are being told. And uh, since a lot of us don't speak Chinese, we don't really understand what's going on or whatever is being said over there. That's true. Um, yeah, we don't know what's going on, basically. Yeah, we don't hear anything. Right, right, right. Well, I, uh, the, the, the light is always stronger than the dark. And I think it's helpful to and, remember. And nowadays... Always. That's it. Always. I mean, otherwise I would have been giving up a long time ago. I would right. have been, I, I mean, I'm, I know more about these things than most people I know of. And I mean, I should be deeply depressed, but I'm, I'm not, I'm really, really optimistic. Right. 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 Well, it's kind of like your work, um, Oli is, is, um, forgive this analogy, but if you've got rats in a basement, and it's all dark, and they do whatever they want in darkness, you're like the light shining the light on them <laughs> to scare them and have them stop that's when their, their activity. So that's the kind of way I look at you in a good way, you know, for helping the world. So that That's why, thank you so much, Ted. But that's also why my website is Light on Conspiracies. It's shine the light into the belly of the beast mm -hmm. because – it doesn't matter if it's like low-level criminals or whatever level this criminality is being carried out. It's only in the dark, in the shadows, that they can get away with it. As soon as we aim the light and we see what they're up to, boom, it's game over. I don't know if they would openly, it's through manipulation so that we, we can see it, but we can't. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So transparency is the solution. Right. One part of the solution. Mm -hmm. One of the things, too, I, I want people to support you and your beautiful work. Could you give out your website again and, and kind of services you provide to people, if you don't mind? That's right on conspiracyplural.com or damagard.com. Uh, these are the domains that have not been hijacked. Uh, my my domain, Ole Damagard, was hijacked, and now it's a legal firm in El Paso, believe it or not. What? But um, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Oh but, it, yeah, you put it in, oledamagard.com, and you would come to this bizarre, massive web. And no, uh, I, I, I couldn't control the domain anymore. It was just taken over. But anyway... Uh, I've got uh, a monthly newsletter where I show exactly uh, as much uh, of my latest findings as possible in images so you can see for yourself what is going on. Also, over the years, I've been able to predict 68 of these uh, alleged uh, terror attacks or mass shootings or Okay, great up to two months because name become a verb. So hashtag Damagod, hashtag uh, uh, two, hash, two 
demigod is to find hidden clues about upcoming attacks. So in my new I should exactly have to point towards the next and say, be aware. So, also, um, I counseling, I do a way, way of uh, trying to bend this focus. Okay, great, Ollie. If if people were to go to their website now, would you have your latest newsletter on the website? It's one of the ways I have an income. I put a lot of work into these newsletters every month. So it's uh, it's part of it. There's three different options when you sign up. On the website, there's... Um, in the membership area, there's more than 1,100 on my interviews. There's also hundreds of podcasts and <clears throat> my daylights and <clears throat> sofa talks and so on. There. You can stay on there for five years with no problem. <laughs> I also have a lot of free content. There's more There's more than 5,000 articles uh, on the website and so on uh, in different categories for free. So, yeah. I also would like to recommend uh, my wife and my sweetheart Kim who's been by my side for more than 20 years going through this whole ride and our daughter who's now 18 they've just started a podcast called the who knows who knows podcast where mother and daughter are are having a lot of fun and discussing also a lot of the current things that is going on I, I, I really the, my sweetheart Kim has started a website. Could, could you say that again? I yeah, that's okay, my friend. We're getting some some some. You know, let me get let me get some help on the interference. Um. Are the um, is her podcast and her work uh, with your website as well? So people, when they go to your website, they'll also see hers as well. Direct them to the podcast. Who knows? Podcast uh, is on YouTube, and then her uh, newsletter, weekly newsletter, is on awakeandunite.com. Okay, we can unite.com. Awake and unite.com. Okay. And, and also, if I can continue, no, I think it's quite funny to see how my family has really sort of uh, joined together in different ways, uh, very different ways of, of helping to, to lift people. And my daughter has, uh, she's always been a psychic since she was a child. It used to be a big burden to her, but now she's managed to turn it around and she's really helping people. And so she's doing tarot card readings, but with, I don't know how she does it, but it, it really empowers people when they get readings. So her her website, which we're setting up right now, is called intuitivesamudra.com. 
And so, yeah, it's fun to see how my family are sort of joining forces, but coming from different angles. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. That's wonderful, Ollie. And you need that kind of support. You know, everyone does basically. Every, everyone does. Mm. It's great. We've had a lot of interference tonight. Um, but we can still, I can still, um, I can still hear you. I just want to make sure that people, um, know your, your websites. Um, and, um, I just asked for some, uh, angelic help and we're getting it now. So what I'd like to do is to write down your websites again so they're real clear because the negatives have been trying to stop us tonight. Um, so y- your website is, uh, Damagard. Is that right? D A M M M. E-G-A-R-D dot com. Okay. All right. It, it, is, it goes to the same website as lightonconspiracies, plural, dot com, lightonconspiracies dot com. Both of them are directed to the same website. That's okay. my Okay. And then you've got one for your daughter. And, and, okay, great. Then you've got one for your and daughter. And then my, yeah, my, my. No, I got my my sweetheart, my wife Kim's website is aware and unite no awake and unite dot com. Awake and unite dot com. Okay. And then that's where she's got a weekly newsletter that she sends out that has really taken off uh, in a very short time. It's really become very popular. And then my, my uh, wife and daughter have started a, a podcast recently. There's about six episodes out now. They release them, I think, on a weekly basis. And it's called The Who Knows Podcast, because who knows? And it's, it's uh, I'm completely biased, but I think it's a, it's a beautiful conversation between mother and daughter. She's 13 now. Uh, and it's like two different generations being brought up in different countries and about anything from mental health to body image to how to deal with the current situation, you know, and there are many, many different topics. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And then my daughter, uh, also she started to do, Really, really, I must say, very, very powerful readings, uh, tarot card readings. Okay, that's uh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Uh, that uh, and her website is Intuitive Samudra. Intuitive Samudra. S A M U D R A dot com. Intuitive Samudra dot com. Okay. And uh, because it's the cards just give slight guidance, but it's the intuitive download that she gets that is just really impressive because she's my daughter. It's I've seen uh, things in people's uh, after they have had the reading so it's become really helpful for some for some individuals which makes it out okay wonderful that's uh that's great that's great Oli. well thank you on behalf of all my listeners around the world 
for your fantastic and wonderful work. And um, um, let's uh, talk again in next month or in a couple of weeks because there's stuff going on all the time. And things, there's so much going on right now, too, Ali. Is that like one day to the next, there's all kinds of stuff happening. You know, it's never a dull moment right now on the planet. Nope. That's that's also why people say, so what are you going to do next year? I have no idea. What are you going to do next month? I have no idea. What are you going to do in a week? I might have a slight uh, slight sort of grip on that, but otherwise than that, uh, it's on a daily basis and uh, just keeping my inner balance and let the heart show the way. And uh, then let's see how it unfolds. Right, right. One last question. Um, in your most recent newsletter, and I'll subscribe um, after we get off, but um, have you uh, seen things happening in the future in the next six months or the rest of the year? Can you hear me okay? Only I hope so. Yeah, uh, the last newsletter. Uh, I focused a lot uh, on a false hour. Most of yeah, yeah. So, can you hear me? I I've only got part of what you said, my friend. If you could repeat, please, that would be. Can good. you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah, go ahead. If you could repeat, that would be great. Can you hear me, Ted? Yes, I can hear you now. Uh-huh. Ted, 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 can you hear me? I can, I can hear you, my friend. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If yeah. You... So, so in my latest newsletter, I, I uh, focus on my latest operations, alleged mass shootings, uh, both in NATO countries, more or less all, all of these uh, operations are carried out in NATO countries. One was in Hamburg, uh, an alleged mass shooting in, in a Jehovah's Witnesses headquarters. And another one was the one in the national um, shooting, which both of them are, are false flag operations, if I'm correct, and with, with very interesting pointers, uh, which I think uh, there were connections to the A-bomb, 24. Uh, there was a sign in the background that kept popping up in the news uh, media coverage that said AB24 and also the color-coded magenta uh, background, which is the color code that they use for these operations, either purple or magenta. And so this AB24 uh, could stand for many different things. I'm not sure. But at the same time, also, there were coverage from the mass shooting which took place at the Jehovah's uh, Witnesses headquarters. But some of the footage that they said had to do with that uh, shooting was from outside a school called Otto Hahn Schule. And Otto Hahn was one of the people that were part of inventing the A-bomb in uh, in the 40s. So I, I see there's a possible um, psychological of scaring operation connected to the A bomb here, where they want to try and and uh, bring that. One thing I find interesting is that we just had New Year's Eve here, Nyepi here on Bali, with their uh, time calculation, and according to them, we now live in the year 1945. 
So really? I think that's it. Yeah. So that's interesting with the timing as well, because uh, the Balinese are very much in touch with both the light and the dark. They even, uh, you know, they do a lot of offerings to both sides, thanking them for, mm-hmm. for making this uh, creation out of these forces possible. So I I just I just want to point it out because I think 1945 is a super interesting year when it comes to these these forces they love to do it on specific dates specific years like in 2015 we had a whole series of um, uh, alleged terror attacks mass shootings in in Europe uh, in Copenhagen and in Paris uh, and also a few other places where they were directly connected to the dates of the the end of the Second World War, where it happened on s- strategic dates with the strategic locations, with the same names, with the same whole thing being repeated. So I don't know if this whole thing, but now using the Balinese... Uh, I can only say this is that's the that's the thing I've been that's not a specific pointer, but it's towards that that I think they will try the A bomb scare. Not that it's true, but they will try to pick that, you know, hand out that card to scare us into obedience. It sounds totally logical that they would do that. And also, uh, only you you've mentioned before there's something strange about the way they think. They have to tell you ahead of time before they do it. And this is one way, obliquely, not directly, but indirectly, they're telling you they're going to try something like this. This is a universal law, apparent. I, apparently, it's you can see it in all the old uh, stories, you know, the wolf and the piglets and uh, many, many other evil have to show us what it's going to do. And then if we don't react, then indirectly we consent and then boom, the bad karma is on our shoulders. I have that from an insider. Had he not informed me anonymously, I, I would have never become aware of it. And I would never have been able to, I wouldn't have looked for any clues because I wouldn't have even known they were there. Right. But that is the, that is thanks to that, that I've been able to predict these 68 and stop some of these things as well, because they leave clues in the forensic evidence, sometimes really hard to find, but these type of clues in the background pointing towards the next one, pointing. So I I was in my newsletter in November last year. Uh, was it last year? I was pointing out the... Uh, and I was pointing out the Ukraine. I didn't know, and I don't know, and boom, then it happened. You know, so so uh, they're telling us a lot through through these uh, clues and also the color codes that they use. So uh, if we, so the the faster we can learn to decode these clues, the faster we can also be part of stopping them by exposing them before they even go down. Well, they had a, they had a whole movie they they filmed in East Palestine, Ohio, last November, November of 2022, about a Mm. chemical spill, intentional. A lot of people died because of the toxins. And then it Mm. happened. They they planned it, told us ahead of time, and then just did it. This is becoming more and more more and more uh, normal. 
<clears throat> you had kids that were said to have been lost in the cave and they were divers and it was a whole international thing. The whole thing was a state setup thing that actually didn't occur the way we were, we were being told. But it was like I said, uh, in while it was happening, I said, now they're setting it up to become a new, uh, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, they're running out of stories for Netflix and Amazon and all of these uh, uh, different TV channels. They're running out of good stories. And one of the big, the most popular. And so now they started to to stage things so that they can then make movies, make billions on based on a true story. But the thing is, it was not true from day one. So this is... Uh, you had that with the uh, Thailand cave uh, rescue operation, that whole thing. Right. You had another one with a Clint Eastwood movie called uh, This, which was a complete false flag, really low-budget crap operation. That was then made into a Hollywood movie that even won prizes based on a true story where the crisis actors were playing their themselves in the movie. I mean, wake me up, Alice in Wonderland. It's just bizarre. <laughs> and then we have this this whole thing now with uh, Palace, East Palestine, Ohio. Please be aware of these names also, uh, because ne- often the pointers are in the in the names. You got the Moscow. Not long before that, you had the Moscow stabbings in. Um, there were four young people. They say were stabbed to death in Moscow, uh, Oregon. I think it is. And then you have this East Palestine uh, thing now with this whole thing where they even made a movie. Just imagine how much time does it take to get the script ready, to get the funding, to produce the whole thing, to film it and then release it. And then it was released one year before this whole thing happened. Do you see the timeline is like uh, a long one? Right, right. So, but the thing is, the more we can manage to disrupt this timeline, the more we mess it up for them. And uh, that's right. So and becoming aware. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's important about your work because you're one, you're one of the few people in the world that can spotlight these trends before they happen and make people aware. And by making people aware, then you can help stop it before it happens. The good news is that millions, I tell you, millions and millions of people are getting really good at it. I, I mean, it's uh, once it's out there, it's spreading, and people are now. I'm being sent stuff from people all over, all over the world who have been sort of once they understood, just like me, and I've done my absolute utmost to spread the yeah. info how to spot these ones. Right. They're becoming really sharp at it, and that's also breaking the spell of fear because now people start seeing, whoa, 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 wait a second, right. before I get scared. Let me check out the facts. And they start looking through the whole thing. They find the clues. They find the ingredients. And then it becomes like a joke instead of something that would scare you. And then they they share this joke with more and more people. That's saying, oh, my God, that is unbelievable. And especially also since, like, when I predict really backs what I'm saying. So either I'm involved or it is true what I'm saying. And uh, if I was involved, why has nobody questioned me? Why haven't I? 
the police from uh, the eye of all people uh, can do that. And I think uh, that is another thing that just shows that the reason they're not asking or questioning me is because they're the ones carrying it out. Right. Otherwise, they would do that. Right. Right. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. And people can stop this by just becoming aware of it and protesting before they're able to pull it off. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing a wonderful service for humanity and making people aware of these things be- go on before they before they go on, Ollie. And let me um, repeat some of these websites uh, for people. Um, we've got uh, damagard.com. Uh, we have um, lightonconspiracies.com. Uh, we've got awakeandunite.com. Uh, uh, we also have your podcast um, uh, from your uh, from your mom, beautiful mom and daughter, uh, the, the the Who Knows podcast, <laughs> and intuitivesamotra.com uh, as well. So there's there's lots of websites people can 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 look up, and I urge everyone to definitely uh, subscribe and support um, Ollie and his family's beautiful work. You're doing a real service to humanity. Um, uh, Ollie, and on behalf of all my listeners worldwide, we want to thank you so much for all your fantastic work. So, thank you. It really wants my heart. All right, my friend. Well, let's talk next month. Keep in touch. And uh, thank you again for all your fantastic work in helping humanity. Thanks to you, the planet's a better place. So um, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom today. Ollie, really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, my friend. Take care. Keep up your good work. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed that interview uh, with Ali. Uh, he's in uh, Bali, actually, but uh, a great guy. Um, I'd like to share a couple of things. Uh, Don, that um, uh, that picture I sent from Robert F. Kennedy. If you could, if you could show that, please. Thanks so much, my friend. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's. Uh, I want to read that to everybody and have everybody uh, look at that as well. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. I'm going to read it quickly. Um, and this is what's happened to the United States in just two years. And uh, Biden and the cabal have done so much damage to this country. But let me read it to you all. Um, the collapse of the United States influence over Saudi Arabia and the, and the kingdom's new alliances with China and Iran are painful emblems of the abject failure of the neocon strategy of maintaining uh, U.S. Uh, global hegemony with aggressive projections of military power, which is what we've been doing in the Ukraine and, and elsewhere. China now has to play, displace the American empire by deftly projecting instead economic power. Over the past decade, um, the U.S. Uh, the, uh, China has spent, uh, 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 our country has spent trillions bombing, bombing roads, uh, ports, bridges, and airports. China, on the other hand, has spent the equivalent building the same across the developing world. The Ukraine war is the final collapse of the neocon's short-lived American century. The projects in Iraq and Ukraine have cost $8.1 trillion of our tax money. And may I add, um, it's led to the point where some soldiers now in the Army and National Guard are not getting paid because we've sent all our money to the Ukraine. Uh, <clears throat> it's hollowed out our middle class, made, a laugh, made us a laughing stock of U.S. military power and moral authority, pushed China and Russia into an invincible alliance, destroyed the U.S. dollar as a global currency, and cost millions of lives and done nothing to advance democracy or win friendships or influence. And I really thought that he really hit it on the head with a very short little tweet 
um, giving very, very important information. And people may not realize that you're not going to hear about this on CNN, but um, putting, uh, just, I just want to thank um, so much for, I uh, just got this, uh, just got this uh, uh, posting here that America's, Africa's uh, $20 billion debt has just been erased by Putin the last couple of days. Uh, Putin um, has had canceled, has canceled $20 billion of Africa's debt, opening the doors for growth and development. And he said it, it was uh, based upon pragmatism. Um, the Aswan Dam, which the Russians helped build back in the 50s, was built with Soviet assistance. And now he's canceling the debt, so the Egyptians don't have to uh, don't have to pay it back. And this is uh, based upon uh, compassion, humanitarianism, and uh, pragmatism. And now um, he'd like to um, go ahead to uh, work with uh, with Africa and increasing um, imp- um, increasing um, uh, help there to the Africans throughout the continent. And good for President Putin. Do you think our, Do you think that the Biden government would do anything like that? I doubt it. Um, but there are practical reasons why um, Africa and the world now is going with Russia and China, and it's not because of this current administration we have we have here. And I think um, the people who've been told to kick back and do nothing, the Q post saying to sit back and trust the plan, have been complete a psyop game designed to disable Americans and not to, we have to because we have to stand up for our rights and liberties. And if we don't, we're going to get wiped out. And the U.S. itself is becoming fast becoming a failed nation state. When you've got, you've got active members of, uh, what's his name, Marcus, who's the head of immigration for the United States, he's, he's been facilitating and financing a path for illegal immigrants from China and all kinds of other countries to come through Ecuador, the Darien Gap in Panama, and then into the United States being flown in. And they give them, um, they give them housing, they give them money, they give them social security cards, completely illegal. They have no legal basis at all. He's flooding the United States to destroy this country and destroy the middle class. Um, and why don't people stand up? I don't understand it. Why would you let anybody destroy the country? You saw the earlier mask, um, the video of Biden's mask where he was fiddling with his head on his neck. He's wearing a mask. The guy isn't even alive. He died a couple of years ago. When when are people going to stand up to this? I don't know. What are we waiting for? The end of the country? Well, we're getting close. um, And we're getting close because people don't do anything. Um, The other thing I wanted to tell people is uh, the SHOT program um, was actually recommended by the Chinese Communist Party way back in uh, 1984, just like the book, George Orwell. And this was pointed out by my good friend Samuel Chong, who um, who translated the Theo Uba uh, prophecy as part of my conference, the Galactic Wisdom Conference. You can still watch him at www.galacticwisdomconference.com. But um, this is all part of a greater plan to um, to disable the United States, to take away not only the rights, liberties, and freedoms of Americans, but by extension, the entire world. Um, the, the cabal has looked at China as their role model for the future, um, and and where, where, where cities are entirely based on the 15 and 20 minute models where people cannot travel more than 15 or 20 minutes in their own little sectors, completely enslaved, unable to, to do anything. Uh, the next step is a, um, is a digital currency where the banks and the cabal will determine what you can spend upon, how much you can save, 
of where you can travel or if you can travel without a high enough social score. You can see the fascism coming, but we all have to stand up for it. There are many good people up there, and I know that um, the, the, the white light, the, the light workers are going to win this battle, but we all have to learn to stand up and trust our heart mind, as, as Thomas Jefferson was saying earlier in the program, that um, you always have to trust your heart mind in whatever decisions you make. People have a logical mind that's in the third dimension, but there's always the heart mind, which is always, always correct and tied into God and, and the angels. Um, with that, I'd like to mention a book that uh, was just written, uh, just published by my good friend, Professor Irvin Laszlo. He's a famous philosopher of science. He lives in Italy. And um, the, the book is uh, called The Survival Imperative, Upshifting to Conscious Evolution, and how we can take the steps to make this planet a better place. It's a wonderful book. I've read it. Um, actually, there and there's a sequel to the book, a workbook coming out too, which I've I've written a chapter in, and I hope you can get it. It's available on Amazon, and um, um, it's called the Survival Imperative: Upshifting to Conscious Evolution by my good friend Professor Irvin Laszlo. His last name is spelled Ellison Larry, A S Z and Zebra L O, and I urge everyone to get a get a copy of the book. Uh, I'm, I so enjoyed um, having you all on today. Um, we've got a few minutes, and I wanted to talk pe to people about um, um, what people come to me often and say, well, how can, I'm just one person, how can I make this world a better place? Well, um, Mahatma Gandhi was one person, and he, yet he was able to throw out uh, the British Empire out of India in 1947 and gain freedom for millions of Indians in, that, in the subcontinent of India. Um, the, John F. Kennedy uh, was also one person, but he was able to turn the tide, and I think, and and really inspire people to uh, to do good things and make the world a better place. If President Kennedy um, had lived, um, uh, there's there's a lot of good things that would have happened, including the uh, Vietnam War would have never happened. All the monies that were spent on the military-industrial complex during the war in the '60s and '70s could have gone into healthcare or the environment or lots of things to make this world a, a better place. Um, the 42,000 plus Americans who died in that, in that, uh, in that war would be alive, would be, would have been alive today. Um, the crime rates would have gone way down in American cities because after every war, you always have increasing crime rates. It's just a fact of life. And now that Biden and the military, our military has illegally sent our troops into Ukraine to fight directly fight against the Russians, we're, we're, gonna, we're facing uh, another possibility of another war um, happening in that part of the world. Did anybody from Congress, uh, was anybody from Congress told about this? Nope. Were they, were they, was the American public told about it? Nope. You don't, was, did the New York Times, CNN, Washington Post, did they, did they have any news stories about it? Nope. It's all kept quiet. Just like the, um, uh, tens of thousands of illegal refugees are now being funneled. Uh, thanks to the Biden administration, thanks to the Director of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, um, uh, are being funneled through Pan uh, Panama in a place called the Darien Gap, uh, uh, through southern Mexico right into the United States, and you're paying for it. Um, you know, we uh, it's, it's um, it, again, getting back to we all have to stand up for our rights and liberties, because if we don't, we are going to lose it. And um, you can't just sit back and do nothing. That's the TV generation of just sitting back, sitting in front of the boob tube and being told what to do, what to think, and, and how to act. 
it's not going to work anymore, my friends. We have to wake up. And that's the purpose of this show is to help people with the ascension, to help them wake up and make the right choices because um, um, this moment in history where we're now shifting into the higher dimensions, um, as President Kennedy has said before, freedom is is not free. Um, Don, I, I, sent you a, I sent you a picture of, it's in your emails, my friend, um, uh, of President Kennedy and a quote. If you could uh, find that, if you don't mind, I sent it to you earlier. If you could pull it up and we could show that and dis- discuss that now, that would be uh, that would be great. If you don't mind uh, um, getting okay. that getting that out it, uh, during your program. Yeah, I sent it during the program, my friend. Okay. I sent- I'll go grab it. Okay, thanks so much. I'll keep talking. Yeah, thanks so much, Don. I should have told you earlier, but um, anyway, uh, President Kennedy dealt with these issues. He was very well aware of the of the uh, of the deep state of the negatives, and he finally ended up, you know, of course, getting killed by them as well. But uh, he's still here, and he is still our president on the other side. And um, he's like he's told me before, what are they going to do? Kill me? I mean, he's already dead. But you know, one thing you I, I, I've learned many years ago in talking to angels and, and the spirits on the other side. Um, this body is like um, it's it's like uh, uh, it's it's like a it's like a suit, right? And and the main part of us are is our soul. And even if the body dies, we are still very much alive in the on the other side and in the higher dimensions. So, uh, okay, great. If you could show that, please, I'd like to discuss that a little bit. It's a, a wonderful quote by uh, John F. Kennedy about freedom and i'd like to share that all with you if we could today thanks so much don appreciate it uh he he uh, he said uh, back when he was president uh, uh of the united states the cost of freedom is always high but americans have always um always uh paid it and one path we will we will ne- we shall never choose and that's the path of surrender or submission and um the french um were critical in um providing help at the right time during our, our revolution in 1781 uh, when George Washington's army was faced with um, possible wipeout by uh, Cornwallis, a, a British general on Chesapeake Bay, uh, the French Navy showed up and protected um, our army. And it was thanks to the French in, in, um, intervene that we, uh, we, they, the British uh, shortly thereafter uh, sued for peace, and we were able to establish the, the United States. And, and today, you're not going to hear about this again on CNN or any of the, of the news outlets in the United States. You see, um, there's riots all over France right now against Macron. He is barely holding on. I'm surprised he's still the president of France because most people... Uh, uh, don't like Macron at all and they want him out. It's the same thing in Canada too, Trudeau. Most people you ask up there, everybody hates Trudeau. I can't figure out why he's still um, the Prime Minister of Canada. In this country, in the United States, I've yet to find anybody of the many people I talk to who, who support Biden. Nobody likes him down here in this country and I'm I'm surprised he's still in. But you know, if you don't do anything, if you trust the plan, sit back and do nothing, you know, you're going to get garbage if you tr- if you if you wait and 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 don't do anything about it. Of course you're going to this this situation is is going to continue and you have to ask yourself how bad does it have to get before you do something about it. For example, let's say it's December this year. January next year, the end of the year, and the U.S. dollar now has dropped 50% in value vis-a-vis the other foreign currencies in the world. 
and and uh, silver is trading at uh, three or four hundred dollars an ounce, and gold's at uh, ten thousand dollars an ounce, and you've got some money like an um, IRA, a retirement account, and a bank account, and you've got some savings, and now your 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 all your money is worth half. Um, are, are you going to do anything about it? Sit back and live on less? Um, uh, I don't know. I I, I hope uh, people take this warning to heed. Um, they've already the cabal has already announced that they're going to be dropping the value of the dollar. It's just a matter of time before they do it. So it'd be good to take precautions. Um, you know, as you know, Biden was never he was installed. He wasn't validly elected. He's the the, the best money that uh, Chinese money can buy in this country. And um, actually, I've heard a lot of reports that he has um, he actually died a couple of years ago. That's why you see him with the mask because Biden is long gone. He's just like a figurehead, um, a, a puppet. And there's about three or four different actors who actually play Biden. And the rest of the time, he's on a computer-generated image, CGI screen. So I don't know, understand why we in America put up with this, why we accept things the way they are. Um, we, we, all, we are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier world. And that's the purpose of my show, my friends, is to make this world a better place. And I was directed by angels to start my program 10 years ago. So that's what I've been doing now for the last 10 years. And um, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. My show is a nonprofit listener-supported show. And um, if you'd like to support us, please go to my BBS website or go to my Out of This World website at www.outofthisworld1150.com. If you like, you can also go to my uh, second website, www.outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com, where I give details about my uh, psychic mentoring program. I teach people on a regular basis how to talk to the other side, how to do astral travel, how to remote view. And also, too, I have my trips uh, on the website. If you click on miscellaneous uh, about my trips, upcoming trips to uh, Mount Shasta uh, this summer, I'll be going at the end of June, at the end of August. Um, the only the only requirement is that you be of a high vibration and have no negative intentions. I have had agents from a three-letter uh, agencies trying to come on my trips last year, but they were all excluded um, after I had several uh, threats in my life. Um, so I'm very careful on who comes on the trips. But as long as you're positive, high vibration, you're welcome on the trips. Uh, everyone who came with me last year um, all received uh, a miracle healing. Um, several people... Um, had their eyesight restored. One lady who was totally blind in one eye got her eyesight back. Uh, two people um, also had their hearing restored as well. Uh, one lady um, had scoliosis, curvature of the spine that she'd had for decades, um, and she was completely healed. And it was and after she was healed at Mount Shasta, she had this beautiful smile on her face. And before that, she didn't. But it's amazing what a healing can do. Um, Another woman had had uh, Lyme's disease for the past 20, 25 years. She was completely healed as well. And um, we don't do any kind of, I'm not a doctor. We don't do medical healing at all. We do spiritual healing. And we sit around in a circle at a ley line, special ley line at Mount Shasta. And we uh, connect in with Adama and the beautiful people of Telos. And um, we ask, uh, Adama helps us and he'll come in and connect people with, uh, with the God within them to help to give them a, a healing. And um, it's, um, it's, it's been, there's been so many people who've been healed as a result of this and so many success stories. 
um, it's just been a, a, a true joy to, to help people get, help people facilitate. If you're interested in, in coming, please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or you can go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com, under miscellaneous, and you can um, you can get more information there. I'm also going to Peru next month, um, and one of the places I'll be going, several places I'll be going, is Machu Picchu, which has entrances into the hollow earth. I'll also be going over to Lake Titicaca, where I know of an entrance into Agartha in the hollow earth. I was there three years ago, and we went to the, um, we actually started, we saw, we saw Agartha, the, the, the area where we were was a special area where the red sandstone cliff became translucent, and we could see down into the earth, and we could see Agartha. And while we were there, we had a, a beautiful chorus of, of children uh, singing to us from the hollow earth. It was really quite an experience. Experience, And when we were there, we could tell there were Sasquatch around. And uh, a, a huge Plydean, our my good friend uh, Plydean Admiral Halosaurus was there as well to protect us. So if you'd like to go, we also go to, um, we also go to the Nazca Lines, uh, which are ancient um, landing strips for UFOs uh, uh, in a desert area south of, of an area called Paracas on the coast of Peru. Peru is a beautiful place. Oh my goodness, it's such a beautiful place. People are so lovely there. Um, there's also a uh, museum we go to in Paracas, which is a beautiful resort community uh, in Peru. At Paracas, at this museum, um, we see human ET hybrids, the skulls of, of them. And the skulls are human, except that they have huge, huge craniums. They go way back. Um, and uh, these are um, attempts, uh, we think, by the reptil- reptilians and the greys to create a, a crossbred human hybrid civilization to try to take, thanks, Don, so much, to try to take over this planet. Um, it's very interesting history. If you ask what happened in about 500 AD, a group of uh, Native Americans, Indians, came and slaughtered all of them. Um, because they felt that they were um, a danger to humanity, so they wiped them out. But their skulls and other evidence does survive, and they are at this museum in in Paracas, um, only one of its kind um, in in the world. There are other places um, around um, Cusco, not far from Cusco, in the place called Pisac in the, um, it's a a little village in the Sacred Valley, not far from Cusco. Where if you just when you go outside of town, um, you can you can look into the mountains and you see uh, UFOs are landing regularly. Most of the craft are they're all benevolent. Um, you have Plydean craft landing as well as craft from Andromeda. There are people there who I know who um, are in a in a uh, contact with the Andromedans on a regular basis around Cusco, around P- Pizac, and and the Sacred Valley. And we'll be contacting uh, them as well. We also meet up with uh, several shaman um, who are good friends of mine. Uh, I want to thank my good friend Emmanuel Eiter, a French uh, Hollywood film spiritual film director, who introduced me to the shaman there. We're, we're good friends. I always see them when we're there. Um, if you'd like to meet with them, um, they also they're wonderful people, and I, I know yet uh, you'll you'll enjoy meeting them. Uh, this uh, blanket behind me is from Machu Picchu. And this gives you a, a, a taste of what the of what the colorful garments they've got there. Um, one of the interesting things about the Inca is that um, the Inca actually came from Atlantis. They were called the Incal, I-N-C-A-A-L. Uh, 
And when Atlantis destroyed itself 12,500, 13,000 years ago or so, the Incal from Atlantis escaped and they ended up going to the Andes in the area of Peru and establishing their, their civilization there. And uh, I found this out from the uh, from my brother. I did have a, a life at one time among the uh, among the Inca, and uh, my brother uh, told me about it. And so he helps guide me when I'm when I'm down there on on my trips. But if you'd like to go, um, please um, uh, please send me an email to out of this world eleven fifty at gmail dot com. But you have to be of a high vibration, and. Uh, uh, and uh, have no negative intentions. If you have negative intentions or you're an agent from a three-letter agency, you can't come. And I do read minds, and I can tell who's good and who's not. And you also have to be cleared by by the, by the by, uh, Adama, people of Telos, as well as the Pleiadians as well, because you're going into sacred areas um, that are very special, and they don't want uh, negative people, negative energies are not allowed in, in these areas. But... Um, I, I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. I've been doing this now for 10 years, been broadcasting every week um, for the last 10 years. And it's a, it's a nonprofit listener supported show and everything uh, that my angels told me about um, how the show would go and what to do and um, has come true. And so um, that's why uh, in my book, uh, Messages from the Masters, um, if you'd like a copy of that book, um, it's available on Amazon as well as on my website, outofthisworldreadings.com. Uh, everything in the book they told me um, what were, um, has come true so far. And um, they do time, the spirits on the other side do time travel. And uh, they tell me, they all tell me that we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. We all have to, but we all have to do our part um, and work with others to, to create it. Uh, I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. I'm also, um, uh, I love being here on BBS, but uh, to spread the word, I'm also on CloudHub, um, uh, BitChute, and others, uh, other social media uh, platforms. Uh, for more information, uh, please um, see my website, outofthisworld1150.com or outofthisworldreadings.com um, uh, uh, as well. I hope you all have a fantastic and happy day. And as... Um, uh, President, uh, or sorry, as um, uh, Albert Einstein has told me many times, love is the most powerful and important force in the universe. And love, the love will win out. I know, and the white and the white hats and the light forces will win win out at this at this time. Um, but we have to help all help work together and create the beautiful world that that awaits us all. Hope you all have a beautiful and happy weekend. And thank you so much, everyone, for your fantastic support. I look forward to seeing you next Saturday. And um, have a beautiful day, everyone. Thanks again. Much love to everyone today. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.